All right, so welcome back to our podcast. It's our third episode here. We have two guests. Uh, my brother Knox has joined us, and his friend John. And we will be today. We'll be discussing a different topic: the top five most overrated and underrated athletes across the five major sports. And this time range goes back to however long the sport has existed, depending on who you think is overrated or underrated based upon their a lot of different things. It can be whether they won a championship, whether their stats are shit and they still get talked about, whether their stats are great and they didn't do much with them. It could be anything. So we're going to start out with Cole, since it was your idea. We'll start out with you. and We'll do the top five most. Let's start out with overrated athletes. Go. Your first one. Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony. I have him too, actually. Carmelo Anthony. So do I. <laughs> Three people. Carmelo Anthony is overrated. All right, all right. All right, so why do you think Carmelo Anthony is overrated? You can't do anything. <laughs> okay, you don't you need to score. His, his claim to fame in his career is he won a scoring title once. That is all, all his entire career has to show for. For people who don't know, his career points per game is 23.6. He went to a Western Conference Finals. He, I think he went to an Eastern Conference Finals. And that's it. He hasn't done literally anything. Mm. He used to average 20 points per game. Now he doesn't. I could care less about his entire life. Many people would argue that's because he was on a terrible team for most of his career. I don't give up. Two terrible teams for most of his career. Shouldn't that mean that he would average more points because he's a star player? Uh, When he was on the Knicks, he was right around... 28 points per game, which would be like... He actually had a a career... He actually had a season where he had more, but didn't win a scoring title. That's kind of funny. Well, that's because other better scorers were in the league. (laughs) So he was on the Knicks for about the latter career of his, the latter half of his career. He was on Denver. To, he was drafted to Denver, and arrogant. He only had a few games, a few seasons. He had a, actually a majority of his time in Denver was about twenty-five a game. A couple of seasons he had twenty-eight, but you can't accept the fact that he's not the best player on his team anymore. Which he hasn't been the best player on his team anymore since he was on the Knicks. He has a fairly high career field goal percentage at almost 45. He's 6'9", he should. 6'8", but yeah. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) He has done absolutely nothing with his entire career. His career three-point percentage is pretty atrocious at 35. Not terrible for a small forward. Really? He's a good scorer. He's nothing else. Now, would you? What about the argument some people would give you, where he was on a terrible team with no peep, no GM who gave a fuck about the team? Yeah, he was like fifty-eight and twenty-four with the Knicks. With the Knicks, one season for most the of his time, seed, he went to the conference finals. Yeah, that's the highest he ever got. Yeah, because he's not a great player. He's a good player. <laughs> people think of him as like one of the best scorers of all time. Like, no, he just won't go away. He actually went to the playoffs quite a bunch, though, throughout his career. Yeah, he doesn't do it. He's never even come close to winning an MVP. He's never even been in in the conversation for right, best player. why are you defending him? You put him on your list. I know. I'm just putting out the arg- counter-argument some people would make is that people do talk about him a lot because he carried so many different teams to cert- a lot of playoffs. Because he won't accept the fact that he's not as good as he used to be. I agree. I agree. He won't accept that he's been on how many different teams? He was on Chicago a few years ago, a couple he years was, ago. He literally never even played a Never played a game. Yeah. In fact, it's not even listed as a team that he was on. He's on the Blazers. 
He's on the Blazers where he's actually having. He's only put up 15 a game on the Blazers, so he's clearly. He's on the Rockets for 10 games. Last year he was on the Rockets where he only put up 13 a game. Before that, he was on the uh, Thunder where he put up 16, went to the playoffs, and did nothing. At um, his best, he was the third best small forward in the NBA. Some people would argue he was like the second or first best player. He in was NBA. never better than Kevin Durant or LeBron James. Yeah, I have to agree. And he is very overrated considering how people talk to him. And the fact that he's still here, I don't know what he's here for exactly. I don't think I don't the Trailblazers actually did get started doing better when he joined. He is doing the Trailblazers Trailblazers need, but there's no way they're gonna win a championship with him on the team. He needs to retire, but he stops he needs to stop acting like he's the best player on every team that he goes to. Alright. So there's Coles. Moving on, we'll do my uh overrated since we actually no, we'll skip on to uh John, you said you had Carmelo as well? Since we all three at Camarlo Knox, you will go your first overrated. Oh, James Harden. James Harden. I also had James right. Harden. I also had James Harden. I did not. So, what is your reasoning? <laughs> 22 makes nine. He has a career field goal percentage of 44. A three-point field goal percentage of 36. He's, ta- he's taking his entire team. Shots. His He's career points per game. Up 22 shots a game and making nine. So currently his points per game this season is 34. His career is 25. So obviously there's been a massive transition in the last few years. Because the first few years he played, he wasn't even averaging close to 30. This is the guy I just said, fuck it. I got to put someone on my list. <laughs> I don't really have that compelling of an argument. And last year he put up 24 shots a game and made 10. Here's what I hate about James Harden. He's, in the last four years, he switched from point guard to shooting guard to point guard back to shooting guard. Each time in those last four years, he has paid best when he was point guard. The last this year is the only year when he's actually played a shooting guard throughout his entire career where he's above 30 points a game. He's also I think he's good. putting up 12 three-pointers a game and making four. I think he shoots too much. He definitely shoots too much. too much. If he didn't shoot as much, he'd be averaging... Like Here's my question. Four. Is that because Russell is feeding him? Or is that because he doesn't feel the need to feed Russell at all? Everyone is feeding him. His <laughs> no, he is, is feeding he, him. You know what actually <laughs> probably annoys me even more? I mean, he's really... He's probably the best pure, like... like Score in the league because Kevin Durant injured. He actually no, had pass because he when he's triple team and there's one and there's like two guys open and they'll down low and they'll just make it like that and that's how he gets seven assists. He actually had a higher career field goal or higher field goal percentage when he wasn't shooting as much than now when he does. Obviously translate, which means which means there are a lot of times he shoots and obviously he's missing over half of the shots because you know he said he's shooting 22 times a game and only making I mean nine. every shooting guard misses more most of their shots and he's missing, like he's missing eight three-pointers a game here's the question would your opinion change about james harden because i didn't put him on my list here's the reason why if he wins a championship this year um, well, he's not going to win a championship this year, so it's not really a problem. Okay, the next, the next time, the next time, 
They're not gonna win one because Harden and Russell are not good together. I can't they're see. Not, not, okay, first of all, they are good together. Ball. They're very good together, actually. They're putting up massive amount of runs per game. Blatantly wrong about how good the Rockets would be this year. I really thought that they would consistently screw each other over. That Russell is a ball hog and would demand the ball, and that James Harden would do the same because he's been yeah, shooting so much. They would not win a championship. Clearly, I was they're wrong about that. Championship. They're not gonna win championship, but I just think. Here's I just think he's overrated because if he just played some defense and didn't take as many shots, it'd be better. And he doesn't play any defense either. I have no argument because I agree with what you're saying. I just didn't put him on the list because there's more overrated players than him. I can't think of anyone else to put on here. Alright, so we move on to, since I was all the first one, we go to, actually Cole, you had James Harden as the second one as well, right? He was my fifth. Well, he was your fifth, but you had him on the list as well. John, did you have him? Yeah. So Knox. So then we have to go to Knox, or my second, my second most overrated player is going to David Beckham. I agree. I don't know anything about. David. So most of you, obviously, most people in this call probably don't know much about David Beckham, but for those who are actual soccer fans or football. Depending on what country yeah, you live in. You watch that shit. <laughs> For those of you who are, there hours. he played on Man U. He's played on Real Madrid. Obviously, he went to LA Galaxy and ended his career in Paris SG, but or Paris SG. But the reason he's the most one of the most overrated athletes of all time is because after he switched from European soccer back to American soccer to the MLS, he was only there in name recognition only because he had done so well at Man U. He switches in the latter half of his career, and they're terrible. I mean, LA Galaxy was horrible the first five years he was there. He was They finished 11th, 13th. They did get into top five ones, but then they didn't get anywhere near good till the last two years he played when they finished first and first. Fair enough, they did finish first. But then this last year he played, they finished eighth again, not winning a thing. He didn't do Anything in the, his best year, and most of the times he played, he wasn't even playing most of the minutes. He his most goals was two on LA Galaxy oh, one season. Me. He had five goals one year. Uh, the second year he was there, most times he only had two, two, zero, two, two, and then the last year he played, he had seven, but they finished eighth. So he had a lot of assists. He didn't do nearly what he was doing when he was on Man U, Manchester U, and. Extremely overrated. Only reason he was there was because it made the LA Galaxy team popular. It made soccer popular in America for a while because they had David Beckham, who was a superstar in Europe and England, playing all these different, all these different teams. Comes to LA. He was the hottest man in the world one year. Well, that too. That is a big reason he's overrated. But that too. But the other reason is he comes here. The only reason that he made MLS soccer popular for five years, and he was their team was shit. He was shit on it, and. They didn't do anything. He leaves to go back to Paris SG to finish his career, and he again does nothing. Zero goals in that entire league. But they didn't finish first, but he was on the bench. So, I have really, he's not even in the soccer hall of fame, or whatever, the football hall of fame. He's not, he's not there for a reason. He doesn't lead, he only, the only thing he leads, he led Manchester U in scoring for about five seasons, and it wasn't really that impressive. His best season was obviously 20, or 2000, but again, not that impressive of a season anyway. Um, yeah, he's extremely overrated. He's popular because I guess he made soccer famous in America for a while. And that's the only reason. So if you're a European fan or if you're a soccer fan, you know this is definitely one of the most overrated athletes on the planet. In terms of pure skill, 
he was best in the first half of his career, and then was dog shit when he transitioned away from that. So, now, on to Cole for your third. Second. Uh, well, no, he had James whatever. Harden as well. Same thing. Yes. These aren't in order. Eli Manning. Um, I hate Eli Manning. Okay, hold on. Now, here, I have to actually... One person left. You put me in a really, really tough situation. Well, let's give, Cole, let's give Cole a chance to explain why. His career completion percentage is 60. Yeah, that's, that's bad. Meh, at best. His career record is 500. Meh. Three. Three. Three separate times he threw 20 or more interceptions in a season. He's also thrown 17, 18, 16, 15, 14, 14, 16, 13. Are you serious? Not once has he ever, like, thrown for any significant amount of touchdowns. 35 is his highest, which is fine. He never does good in the regular season, ever. He's had one 12 and 4 team in which they did nothing. He God. gets lucky in the postseason, and he rides defenses for his entire career. That's the only reason he has two Super Bowls. You cannot change my mind on that. Here's my argument against you, okay? <laughs> Throughout his entire career playing for the Giants that he did, the only time he didn't start was when he was benched for um, terrible for that uh, for else. for the other guy, Daniel Jones. Uh, Daniel Jones thank you. Every single year, besides when he was hurt, which was never, he never got hurt, never missed a game, besides two games at the first rookie season, but he didn't start because he was on the bench because he was a rookie. Every single year besides that, he started every single game. That is incredibly hard to do as a player. As, especially as a quarterback. His career completion percentage is very low, but actually, his highest career completion percentage was the second, was his the last 2018 when he played every single game. When his team went 5-11, and 11, fair enough. But is that he had 66% completion percentage. Not last year, wow. the year before that. Who now, cares? You're 5 and 11. He may not have had good teams and he may have been carried by his defense, but so is Peyton Manning in the past, and you can't deny that. And so is other players. So is, I'm not done! Now, shut up for a second. His, his touchdown and interception ratio is terrible. No one disguised that, but he does have over 120 more touchdowns than he has interceptions, okay? Look at. Pure playoff percentage, which is what matters the most. And if the two seasons he won the two Super Bowls, right? His defense won two Super Bowls. He barely did anything. He, he made possibly the most clutch Super Bowl pass in Super Bowl history. And no, I said possibly. Right, it's Patriot, argumentative. You'll hear your argument. Calm down. It said possibly. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, bitch boy. We're not talking to you right now. He made arguably the most clutch Super Bowl pass in history. Whether you count his luck or skill, up to you. But it, it happened. That's all that matters. He did have three seasons where he had 20-plus interceptions. Counting those out, he's had below 15 the majority of his career. No, he hasn't. Yes, he has. There were two seasons where he had 17 and 18. The rest of the seasons, most of them were below 15. Eight. Eight seasons he threw at least 15 interceptions. And an average quarterback, that would be bad. But he's won two Super Bowls. So you can't discount that. Now, in his draft class, he is not the best quarterback in the draft class by far. I'll give you that. But at the same time, you look at all the quarterbacks in his draft class, he's won more Super Bowls than all of them. What do you want, do you want to put that on his defense? What do you want to put on he's just better in the playoffs or better in the Super Bowl? 
it still happened. And you can just you can take the record, you can take the defense, but above all else, the point is he won two fucking Super Bowls, and not many quarterbacks Stop saying can he do that. Won two Super Bowls. Like, he, he was the quarterback starting there who got them there. He was the only was first the team. The he was the first team in NFL history to go nine and seven, which is one game above five hundred, and win a Super Bowl. Quarterback on the two thousand Ravens. Flacco? No idea. No, Flacco wasn't even a league yet. Then I don't know. Exactly, because it was their defense that won the Super Bowl. Fair enough. But 2000. <laughs> it was Trent Dofer or this dude's name three times, and I still don't remember who the goddamn quarterback was on the 2000. Ray Lewis is not a quarterback, Knox. Ray Lewis is why they won the championship. Okay, sure. There are dinking dunk quarterbacks who do win championships with their defense. But Eli Manning's won two Super Bowls, and he's in. The, he's probably going to go to the Hall of Fame. That really? cannot be underrated. He also was. He threw for fifty six. He completed fifty six percent of his passes in the year that he won the Super Bowl. But yeah, he won the Super Bowl. He did it. He's won, won it him. twice, Cole. He threw twenty interceptions that year. But yeah, right. The year he went nine and seven, his career the year he went nine and seven, his completion percentage was sixty one. The year he went nine and seven and won a Super Bowl. Average, actually, that's mediocre. And then the next year he won the Super Bowl. He never won back to back Super Bowls. No, I'm saying the next year he did, which I believe was 2011. No, he won one twenty. Was it? What was the other one? Two thousand. Oh seven. Oh seven. That is. So he had fifty six in that one, and he had fifty nine in the other one. Bravo. He won two. He he was terrible. the he led the first team who went nine seven, which is one game above five hundred. A wild card, the first wild card team in history to win a Super Bowl. That gotta count for something. I question whether that's true or not. It is true. I actually don't know. You know else At least the first nine seventeen to win. He's not good. He didn't throw twenty interceptions. Sometimes you get a team with a really good defense who carries you to a Super Bowl. I mean, the 49ers had a really good defense who carried them to a Super Bowl. Did they win? No. So it clearly takes a quarterback at some point to be able to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was never Eli Manning. I didn't say he was good. I'm saying you're uh, you're overrating him. And you're overrating him, but he's going to go to the Hall of Fame because he's won two Super Bowls. He played a lifetime career with one team. He played every single game on that team and started every single game. Really that he was able to play. He had a lifetime career with one team. He has over 57,000 total yards. And his... And his career record is 500. Yeah, that's not a good record. I'll give you that. But I'm just saying, I don't think he's overrated. I think he's rated he right where he should be. No. Honestly. They are mediocre. He's not thought of an all-time great quarterback, but he is a Hall of Fame worthy quarterback, and he will go. Probably not. He's going to go second or third ballot. He's going to go second or third. He will not go first, obviously, but he'll probably go second or third. It is extremely debatable that he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He will be. All right, so that moves on to uh, John. Have you had done your third yet? I only have one player left. Everyone said someone has that. Okay, so then I'll do my third. My third is Ronaldinho. Who's that? Who? <laughs> <laughs> so Ronaldinho was a former soccer player who was considered an incredibly good stylist in terms of like how he weaved the ball through opponents, and he was incredibly good at that. But if you look at his overall, he won 
one Balloon d'Or, which is the MVP award for his league. He won two FIFA Best Men's Player of the Years. But overall, he never won a championship. He never won anything like that. He never won any World Cup. Championship is in soccer. Uh, it's he never won a series. He never won a World Cup. He never won anything. He never led the league in scoring. He never led any type of statistical category any year he played. But he's still considered one of the greatest soccer players of all time just due to his actual skill, like the way he would position and maneuver. It's like think of it in terms of like um. Uh, it, it, in terms of like a uh, a skillful player, like um, Kyrie Irving, although he has won a championship, think of it like when you see his handles, like Kyrie Irving type handles, you, you always hear about that. That's what Ronaldinho was. But he's regarded as a supremely skilled soccer player, on, but he's overrated to me because of his skill level, never actually met any expectations. He never went anywhere. He never did anything with him. He never won anything. He just has MVPs for really no real reason. And to be honest, I don't think he deserved any MVPs. I liked him as a player. He was really fun to watch, but he never deserved any... any the two, he never deserved two FIFA men's of the year. He never deserved a, a balloon to war. soccer Eli. No. Oh, sorry. He did... Sorry, I apologize. He did win one World Cup. I apologize. He won one Eli World Cup. Eli no skill. He was way more skilled than Eli ever was at soccer. And the problem with him is that he never actually did anything statistically great. He never led his league in anything. And he did win a World Cup, but it was kind of carried. In interceptions. He was carried. This has nothing to do with Eli Manning. So That's calm down. That's the Eli's ever led the league in. Point is, unless someone disagrees with me, Ronaldinho is definitely one of the top five most overrated athletes on the planet. I disagree. Well, soccer, so I don't care. I know yeah, you don't okay. care. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Knox, do you, have you has your third been taken? I'm been fin I'm finished. Yes, I am finished. You're um, finished. All right. My that's next not guy. That's not. Do you have you had three overrated athletes we mentioned on from your list? How many people do you have left? How many people, How many on, your people are on your athletes? overrated list have we not said? Has nobody said? Um, one, two, three. Okay, so then you have a third. Well, I have an honorable mention that you guys haven't said. Fine, just give us Fine. one that's not an honorable mission. There you go. Uh, Yasiel Puig. Who? Yasiel Puig. Yasiel Puig. Alright. has not been good since 2015. I don't know why he keeps getting contracts because he's not good anymore. He keeps he keeps getting contracts from the from the Cardinals even and it just amazing. Is a career batting average of 277. Last year he went down to 267. He played 555 at bats. He had 24 home runs, 84 RBI. That's not a bad season. Yeah, but check out his stats before. He that. was kind of hyped up to be like the next great baseball player. That is true. I never saw. I never heard anything about him since. Like, his highest home run season was 28. That's fairly low for a player who's supposed to be really good. But he was supposed to be. The next um, Babe Ruth or the next Mickey Mantle, and he was second. Supposed to be the next Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, um, or even the freaking next. I don't know why people said it, but the next Harper, even though he came on one year later. I don't really know anything about Puig, so. And the next. Yeah. Alex I just know he was like everybody talked about him one year, and then he was gone. And then he <laughs> and fell never off heard the anything year. about him. And now people, and then he fell off the face of the earth, and people still talk about him. Not. He's gone. He's been traded so many times. 
Uh, he hasn't been traded that many times. He's only been traded, um, three times. Well, I guess that's a few. He so I do remember when he was on the Dodgers. Uh, I think it was two years ago that he was always super feared as a person who could always hit a home run. But when you look at his stats, he didn't do it that much. His best year was 2017. He hit 28, and his average that year was two 263. His highest average was his rookie year at 319. And when he played, well, I mean, there are certain hitters who are only expected to hit for home runs, and their batting average falls off. There are certain players who are expected to have a high batting average. He's expected to hit for home runs, and he doesn't. He's yeah. expected to get like 30, 40 a year, but he doesn't. I am seeing now that could be injury based, and but it doesn't. Players he does play a lot of games, so I'm not seeing the injury as a big reason why. He has not been. Injured. He's been injured yet. No, it doesn't he's appear to be injured that many. He's not had a big injury. He's His OPS has never been a above a thousand. Yes. That's interesting. I'll give you that. You know, maybe you're right. He does seem to be. I OPS, have heard of him. His on base percentage is like not is is not good for the Fairly low, yeah. Not barely. Need an all star team. He's made one all star team in his second year. Has he ever? The Dodgers, he won a World Series with the Dodgers, correct? No, he did not. The Dodgers won a World Series in the past 10 years? They have not won a World Series in a Okay, so never mind. He hasn't won a World Series recently. Then he got traded to Cincinnati. Then he got traded to Cleveland. And he's right now on Cleveland, I guess. And on Cleveland, he wasn't doing that much either. Although he did hit uh, two home runs in 49 games, which is low. Fair enough. Can't really argue with it. I don't see any arguments based on. I haven't really heard much about him other recently, but I guess that's kind of the point. Supposed to be the next A Rod. I mean, fair enough. All right, Cole. Moving on to your fourth. What do you have? Do I have a silly question? Um, Ocho Cinco. Oh, come on, Ocho Cinco. Really, Ocho. Come on! You gonna hurt me like that? Apparently. Why is Ocho Cinco overrated? What has he done that's been so what, great? What's Ocho Cinco overrated? Why? Because he, I mean, he's hyped up to be like one of the best receivers to ever play, and he led the league in receiving once. He never led it in touchdowns or yards for reception or even receptions. He's, he doesn't. He doesn't ever. He was never the best in the league at anything ever. He never even came close to a Super Bowl. He's just been, like, a good, you know, Pro Bowl occasionally receiver. His worst year, where he actually played basically almost a whole year, he only had 540 yards. And he, only, he had he 53 receptions. Once. He had a year where he had 1,440 yards. That's a hell of a, a lot. Pro Bowler, but that's not, like, top of the league. He has 11,000 career yards, only on only 766 catches, which is pretty good. He, he did have 67 touchdowns, which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. He only had he one year where he had double-digit touchdowns. Cool, he did lead, lead the lead in receiving yards one year. Once. But he had multiple years where he, he had nine. He played years. He had multiple he had years of nine, to each, nine touchdowns. Yeah, he had multiple years above 1,000. I thought he was supposed to be the best receiver in the league. Where no, is I, that? I haven't heard that, but I have heard things about But he was also hated by a lot of people, wasn't he? Yeah, no one liked him. He was a dickhead. 
Yeah, but he supposedly backed it up with amazing play. That's why they kept him on the team. But I just, I mean. It reminds me of kind of the Odell type player where he makes crazy catches, but he doesn't put up numbers. His Odell did put up, he's put up numbers a couple of years. Great. A couple of years, not on the Browns. Good quarterback. Yeah, Odell's had Eli Manning. I mean, <laughs> Ocho Cinco's played on Cincinnati. on Cincinnati. Can you think of a single quarterback in the last 10 years who's been good there? 20 years. Andy Dalton used to be good. He didn't play with Andy Dalton. He was there in 2010. He played, that was his last year on Cincinnati. He played from 2001 to 2010 on Cincinnati. His last year in the NFL was on the Patriots. Hey, Carson Palmer. Yeah, but Carson Palmer on the Bengals was not nearly as good as he was on the Cardinals. Carson Palmer was throwing. I mean, Odell already has... Led the league in touchdown passes in his second season with the Bengals. What year did he lead the league in touchdown passes? 2005. That was the year... 67% completion percentage. And that was the year that Ocho Cinco had fourteen hundred yards, nine touchdowns, and sixty-two—the highest, highest catch percentage actually. So he went as his quarterback's right. Fair enough. I mean, but then he, but Carson, oh, like his yardage increased the next two years, and Ocho's did not. I mean, it stayed relatively the same: thirteen sixty-nine, fourteen forty. Was not very good. No, his catch percentage is pretty low, actually. He only caught basically above half of it for most of his career, which is kind of low, to be honest. His yards per target, it's all over the place, actually. Carson Palmer's probably a better quarterback than Eli Manning. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he is only... Um, had, Eli, I mean, Carson Palmer's only had three seasons above 20. I, I, I would say, yeah, I would agree with you. Maybe Otto Single's a little overrated. It never really popped into my mind as an overrated player, but I guess in the way you're putting it as, where he was thought of to be such a great receiver, I can see it. I can see don't it. see it. He's a pro bowler at best. No, I can see what you're trying to say is what I meant. He's like, um, I don't know. Allen Robinson had a really good year a couple years ago. <laughs> a couple years ago. All right. Allen Robinson had a better year than Ocho Cinco ever had. That's sad. All right, so moving on. John, do you have anyone left on your overrated list? Draymond Green. Okay. But... <laughs> Draymond Green. <laughs> Horrible. We'll, we'll do him last then. Um, so my fourth most overrated is Philip Rivers. Now, the reason I have Philip Rivers as overrated is mainly due to the fact that mom loves him. No, because I look at Philip Rivers, I see two things. I see a quarterback who's never missed a game. That's good. It's always what you want from a quarterback. I also see a quarterback. Apparently not good enough. I also see a quarterback who in the last 20, no, sorry, last 10 years, one, two, three, four, five, five times has had above 18 picks. What are you talking about? Has led the league twice Eli in interceptions. Has, eight seasons has had three seasons, three seasons over 20 picks. Who are we talking about? Philip Rivers. And has never, he led the league one year in touchdowns at 34. Has never had above 34 touchdowns. When did Eli Manning lead the league in touchdowns? Again, this is, okay, this is Philip Rivers we're talking about. Has never in his life had more than 34 touchdowns. 
that's low, has never had a higher completion percentage than, where is it? Uh, his highest was 69 and a half. Wow, that's trash. And 2013, which is good. His career is only 64. Which is good. And he has a lot of passing yards. But before he started putting up digits and passing he had yards. He LaDainian Tomlinson. What was, they weren't going to throw touchdowns. They were handing the heat. LaDainian Tomlinson scored like 20. How many touchdowns did he have that one year? And what year? Um, a lot. I remember. He broke the record for most touchdowns in the season. It was like 30 touchdowns. Downs in one year. Here's my problem with Philip Rivers. For all the statistics he continually puts up throughout his career, he has never won a Super Bowl, never gotten to a Super Bowl. He gets screwed over a lot. And his there. team records have been really high multiple years. He's had multiple teams who've gotten 11, 14, 13, 12 wins, even some uh, consistently above 500, and never gotten into the playoffs, never went far, never done a thing. He collapses in the playoffs. His team collapses in the playoffs. He is not a leader. He doesn't know how to lead in the playoffs. He can't win when it matters. And every single year, or especially recently, it seems like every time he's in a regular season game, his team loses on some last-second play that he screws up somehow and throws a pick. I don't get why he's liked so much. I really don't do get why. I think Philip Rivers is overrated and Eli Manning is not. This was I said Eli Manning's rated properly and Philip Rivers is overrated because people act like Philip Rivers is worth some mega contract. Like he went to the Colts. He went he's going he's going to the Colts on a mass or not a mass, bigger than a veteran contract when his last year he put up I mean he had, threw a lot of yards, he threw a lot of passes, but he also threw 20 picks. And only 23 touchdowns. He was also sacked 34 times last year. And his team was 5-11, and I can count three games. I've watched three games where last year his team lost because of a pick by him. And when he throws into double coverage so much, like he has these super tall athletic receivers, and he just he overthrows, he overuses his hands so much. Look, in a lot of ways they're the same, but Philip Rivers has better statistics than Eli Manning does. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> What? Philip Rivers is my on my underrated list. You're <laughs> actually on crack. <laughs> then fucking show, tell me why. This is your chance. Prove me wrong. Because he has gotten he's a lot like Aaron Rodgers in that he's gotten screwed over by his defense. Like okay, in two thousand six, uh-huh. he had the best offense in the NFL. Uh-huh. And he had a top five defense in the NFL. And uh-huh. his special teams was so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hold on, no, not 2006. Well, you're Here's right. something even more funny. He's in on my list too. I think it was in 08, 2006. He had his best record. Was so bad. Yeah, it was not 06. I think it was 08. His special teams was so bad that they prevented him from making the playoffs. If he had a competent special teams that year, they would have won the Super Bowl. This Probably. Man, I have never. But he seen. also threw 11 picks. This man has gotten screwed over more. 11? Is that bad? That's. I mean, that's higher than average. Oh my god, 11 picks is so. A good a quarterback of his caliber, who is thought of a top 10 quarterback in the league, shouldn't be throwing more than 10 picks. 11 picks is not bad, especially when Eli Manning is in the NFL. Now he had a very good touchdown to interception ratio, so I'll give you that. He. Even more so than Aaron Rodgers has gotten screwed over by his team, who gives him like next to nothing. They gave him Antonio Gates and just said, "Go try and win a Super Bowl with one guy for twenty years." 
He's been to the Pro Bowl eight times. He's never won an MVP. He's never had 40 touchdowns. He's never won a playoff. He's never been the never best won uh, in the NFL. I don't he's even think he's ever – I don't even think he ever went to an AFC championship. I think the farthest he ever got was maybe one out game in the playoffs, maybe two, max. He's never been far. He's never gotten any specific, like, award. The best thing he ever got was AP Comeback Player of the Year in 2013. That's like the most specific single award he's ever gotten when he threw a career-high completion percentage that year. Good for him. But his team has been consistently good, even the times when in 2015, 2016, where they had negative records. Besides those two years, the last 10 years, his teams have been consistently good besides last year. And I swear, last year, a lot of those losses were his own fault. But the last 10 years, they've been consistently good or better than average, and they've never won a playoff game recently. They haven't even most of When are you going to realize that your opinions are relevant? My opinion is this is the point of the podcast, you retard. He puts out great stats. I mean, he I'm puts sorry. great stats. He's never had you a, like a jumper. He's had it one team that was capable of winning a Super Bowl, maybe two. And I just think he gets screwed over. His QBR has been actually fairly good, really good for completion percentages. He gets a lot of yards. He doesn't. He have screws up too much. He screws up too much. Ratio. And he's not clutch. He's the opposite of clutch, actually. I mean, there are times where he think? comes up short, but I still think he's really good. I think he's easily, easily better than Eli Manning, and that's not even close. He was skill-wise, yes. Talent or er, skill-wise, talent-wise, yes. When it matters the most, winning oh, important yeah. games, no. Like Eli Manning doesn't even make it to important games anymore. His team. Neither so does Philip Rivers. He can't even get to him because he loses before that. Ron, Eli Manning important game just throws up the ball and hopes someone catches it. And yet it works, John. Explain that. It works twice. This worked twice because he's won two Super Bowls. Actually, that's interesting. But this is about Philip Rivers, and my point is, I think he's overrated because he's never actually done anything for how much he is. He's on a small market. He's been on a small market team his whole career. Fair enough. But for the caliber that people put him at as a top ten quarterback, sometimes even top five, and he does have statistics in terms of yards. He doesn't have statistics in terms of touchdowns. His completion percent is good, not great, but he's never won important games. He's never won a play a meaningful playoff game that you can even think of. Terrible defenses. I thought last year his defense was actually really good. He had some of the best corners in the league on his team. Right here, one less touchdown than Tom Brady this year. I'm sorry, what? He had one less touchdown than Tom Brady this year. He also had a 12 more I mean, interceptions. He's 38. He's not going to be amazing anymore. Tom, Tom Brady's 43. He had 12 more interceptions he's than Tom Brady. not Tom Brady. Okay. That's my point, though. Like, you look I'm at not this. putting him top five quarterbacks. I think he's... put him top ten all time. I think he's oh, no. I'm talking like currently. People put him as top ten quarterbacks in the league. Sometimes even top five, depending on during what they're doing during the season. I think at his best, he was a top five quarterback in the league. Maybe, but I think he he wasted his prime on a shitty team with teams that fell apart, and that he was maybe it's not his fault, but he is overrated in the fact of of how he's positioned as a player. I I truly believe. And how people talk about him because he's never done anything of significance in his career in terms of actual meaningful playoff games. He's never won any important ones. Anyway, moving on. Does anyone have one person left on the overrated? I do. Does anyone else? I do. Yeah. Okay. I do. Uh, Cole, no, do you? Do. All right. We'll yeah. start for Cole. Go. Give me your last overrated. 
Clay Thompson. Clay. Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go against you on this one. Are you out of your mind? Clay Thompson. Right, yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. I'm not sure about this one. All right, wait, wait. Let him. Let him explain. We let him explain. Cole, why is he overrated? Stands in the corner and shoots. That's all he does. That, that's it. Next, he had a game where he had like 50 points and he dribbled the ball 11 times. Didn't he break the record for most um three point points in a quarter? Three points in a quarter. Yeah, he doesn't dribble. He never moves. He he he's not a playmaker. He is. He just doesn't make plays. He doesn't do anything. He stands so there make and good. Curry passes him the he ball and he shoots threes. I okay. know. I'm not why is he, why is he overrated though? I think Bradley Beal's a better shooting guard. He's better. I mean, he's really he's overrated. Implies that people talk of him as something. People act like overrated means people talk about him as better than he actually is. So why do you think people say he's better than he actually is? A lot of people say he's better than Harden. Okay, let's look at his statistics. Right, he's won. Went to All Star game five times. He's won three NBA championships, arguably on a, the best team in the all league. Two-time All-NBA. He's won All-Defensive, and he's been All-Rookie. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to – and then he has a 19.5 career points per game, which, you know, look at his team, some of his teams. It's pretty impressive. His field goal – his three-point field goal percentage is 42. His yeah, overall field goal percentage is 46. Shooter. He's probably the third-best shooter of all time. He's – his best – Not a playmaker. People talk about him. Shooting like, guards aren't playmakers. He could never. He could never lead it. But shooting guards aren't playmakers. No, never leave it. No. James Harden exists. Bradley James Harden exists. has played Kevin point guard Harden. more than once, and James Harden is the exception. He's not a shooting guard. He's a split. Kevin Booker's a playmaker. Bradley Beal's not a playmaker. You said he was better. You said Bradley Beal is no, he's not. John Wall. This season, sure, because they don't have a point guard. John Wall's out. But in the past, he's never been a playmaker. Because he's been the second best player on his team. My he point exactly. He'll never be the best player on it. He, I mean, he might be the best player on like the Kings or something. But there are so many players I'd rather have over Clay Thompson. If I'm like the like the first player I'm taking would never be Clay Thompson. Do I think he can lead a team by himself? No, but he's not overrated. I don't see what they, people. Where are people saying he's some incredibly if I'm gifted a team, player? I'd rather have Bradley Beal than Clay Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know because people Clay Thompson's more back. accurate. I don't care. Bradley Beal will make plays. He'll do stuff. But when you when in his position on his team, he's not being forced to be a all-around player. He's being forced to do what he is, and he's incredibly good at what he do, he's being forced to do. I know. So then, why is he overrated in that position? When that's all he's being asked to do. People say he's the second best shooting guard. It's not true. He can't make plays. He doesn't dribble the ball ever. I mean, I get where he's coming from. Are you talking about second best shooting guard in terms of actual, like, in terms of, like, a playmaker or in terms of actually shooting? A lot of people say he's the best shooting guard in the NBA, which is not true. Arguably he is. Well, James Harden is kind of a mix. I don't know if I would necessarily make him a full-on shooting guard. or Because he's played he play point guard, guard twice now. He plays shooting guard most of his career. Okay, fair enough. He's a shooting guard. I'd but he's also... Bradley a... Beal, because Brad Beal, Bradley Beal will do stuff. Clay Thompson stands in the corner and gets the ball and shoots. He can defend, yes. But still, I, if I want a shooting guard, I want a playmaker. I look at Clay Thompson and I see a guy who does exactly what he does on his team, but he's always had them. 
I mean, there was arguments that before Clay Thompson became super popular, he was underrated because no one talked about him. And now you're saying Nobody's he's overrated. Underrated anymore? Not anymore, but but like a few years ago, people were saying he's underrated. No one talks about him. Now you're saying they talk too much about him. A few years ago. So you're saying in the last few years, he's gone from. He doesn't deserve to be talked as a top one or two shooting guard in the NBA when he just stands there, catches the ball, and shoots. You don't think he would ever be able to do what he does without the team he he's on? He could never lead a team. He could never If lead you a team. don't think no, he, he was on the Warriors, would he? Okay, here's the, here's the, here's the ultimate team. question. Would he do what he does on any other team and be as no, good as he is? the best defender without any team. You could you, yeah, well. shoot on any team. Yeah, but would he but be as good as he is? Player, then, then their best would he be less good at shooting on a different team? I don't understand. Because the dif- the system is different. It's, he's set up on. differently. He's going to have... Yeah, but the NBA is turning into a three-point heavy league. Obviously, but there's different... They They're set Clay up. Shoot. They set Clay and Steph up. They don't... Yeah. Other teams don't set teams up like the Warriors do. Yeah, but the Warriors aren't good anymore. Well, of course. They have half their lineup out. But next year, when they're actually playing and they have their full lineup in... They normally, they normally, they set their best players up for success. On other teams, James Harden just forces the issue by shooting a shit ton of times. Giannis is given the ball, so he's set up as well. All these top teams are setting up their players. That's what they do on the Warriors, but they set up Clay in a different scenario where they have the option of either giving it to Clay or giving it to Steph. Even Kevin Durant, when he was there, they had the option of setting him up too. But Clay, even when KD was there and technically the third best player on that team, never had a year below 20 points KD a game. KD was never the third best player on that team. I said Clay. Clay. Oh. So even when Clay was considered the third best player on the team behind Steph and Curry, Draymond's better. Or behind Steph and no, KD, Draymond is better. You think Draymond is a better no. player than Curry? Or than Clay? Clay, yeah. No. Definitely Clay's not. More, Clay's more never had a season. Clay's never had a season below 20 points per game when KD was there. a thousand times more important to the Warriors than Clay. I mean, defense, yeah, but that's pretty much it. No, Draymond can make plays. Draymond is a very good playmaker. We're start kicking people in the balls. Who do you think think is setting up Curry? We know it's not Clay. (laughs) Fair enough. He doesn't move. Clay's in the corner waiting for Curry or Draymond to pass him the hey, ball. Clay's gotten above above two assists almost every single average above two assists above every single season. Two assists? That's your for a goal. shooting guard. That's I fairly good. Drummond gets more than two assists. <laughs> Dwight Howard gets more than two assists. Two assists is nothing. Are you over? What? Wait, 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 wait. Are you overrating him day. on his offensive skill set or defensive skill set? He's, he's good at defense. I mean, honestly, I didn't even know he was good at defense until people called him good at defense. I had no idea. I'd never he averages almost a steal a game every single season in his career. That's not that good, honestly. I think that's Chris pretty Dunn good. Chris Dunn can average two assists than anyone can. Um, he has a very low, very low turnover. His, his offensive skill set is limited to standing in the corner or say, standing behind the three-point line and shooting. All right, all right here's my question. Who, agrees, who here agrees with Cole? Plays. No I don't agree cool. with him, but I see where he's coming from. I agree with Knox. I see what you're saying. I just don't agree with him. I think he would do the. I think he'd be. I think Clay would do the same thing any on almost any other team and be just as good as he is now. He unless he was the only player, he would never be the best player on the team. D'Angelo Russell's probably better than he is. There are some really bad Dula. teams, Cole. No, Dula was better than him. Do you think when? 
Andrew Wiggins was on the Warriors. Was he better than Andrew Wiggins? Andrew Wiggins is on the Warriors. All right. Is he better than Andrew Wiggins? No. Yes. Wiggins no. is an interesting thing. The NBA hates Andrew Wiggins. I know Especially they do. Especially NBA Twitter. The NBA Twitter hates <laughs> Andrew Wiggins. Simple question now. Is he better than Andrew Wiggins? Was when he was playing, was he better no, than Andrew he, Wiggins? He, he's better than Andrew Wiggins. All right, a little bit. And then currently, yeah, when Andrew Wiggins was D, was D'Angelo Russell better than Clay Thompson? Yeah, D'Angelo. Russell. Andrew Wiggins yeah. averaging twenty-one five and and pretty much four. All right, all right. Moving on. Pretty Cole's got his thing out. Play Most play of us average. disagree. Clay, average. when he uh um, twenty-one and a half. Play, uh, yeah, twenty-one and a half. What other stat? I don't, uh, uh, three-point percentage at 402, worst nah, of his career. Rebounds and assists. Just give me re I know uh, he's going to beat Andrew Wiggins in three-point percentage. That's not close. What, uh, defensive rebounds, three and a half. Offensive what? rebound. What? Give me rebounds. It doesn't just give you a flat rebound. It gives you offense and defense. Oh, you yes, this is Total the rebound. easiest stat to find. TRB. Oh, TRB. 3.8. That's it. He's 6'7". He's a shooting guard. Doing? Why would he? Why would his shooting guard be down in the paint getting rebounds? Wait, he's probably he's like the same height as Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins he's he five is, again. Yeah, six seven. But Andrew Wiggins is a small forward. It's, it's, it's and the more I'm hearing it, the oh, more Clay I'm Thompson leaning towards six, Andrew Wiggins. Six. I'll say it's Clay Thompson, but oh, Clay Thompson. I'm going with Andrew. Wiggins. I think. I think. What you're I think Clay Thompson is set up perfectly. He does exactly what his role is. Do I think he's the best shooting guard in the NBA? No. I think he's the most accurate shooting guard exactly in the NBA. He exactly what he's supposed to do. I think he is the most accurate. Top two-point shooting guards in the league. Cool. Again, Clay Thompson is 6'6". Six, six. Okay. With the amount of players and the amount of skill on his team to have still put up above 22 for most of his season, for most of his career, is Standing really impressive. There, shooting. He's not but he had KD, he had Steph, he had Draymond, all on one team at the same time. Draymond it's doesn't still, score. But Draymond passes the ball, facilitates, and KD and Steph score and shoot a lot. To still put up to above 22 a game is really impressive. From 30 to 25 points per game. Those five points had to go to somewhere. They went to Clay. And KD. And KD, we all know, Clay, shot like, more than Clay ever did. Yeah, because Clay, I mean, KD is like, you know, super talented. I know. That's what I'm saying. To still continue his, his numbers didn't drop off hardly at, at all when KD joined. That means he's consistently a very good shooting guard. He's a very good shooter. But all his other numbers didn't drop off at all. It's kind of hard to tell. In fact, his re his rebounds even his rebounds improved, his steals improved, and his turnovers dropped. I mean, not massively, but they did improve. Look, I'm just saying, I disagree that he would not be able to do what he does on another team. Of course, he could stand there and shoot on any team. He was not the best shooting guard, but I think he, even if he was on a team where it was just him as the only star. I still think he would put up above 20 a game, and I think he would also probably put up more, considering he'd shoot more. Well, also, their best defender, if he was the best person on the team. Have you seen the, the man down. dribble and try to He looks terrible at dribbling, he looks sure. like an eighth grader. But he doesn't have to. So <laughs> I know he doesn't have to. That's my point. They would set him up in the same way they set him up on the Warriors on any other team, and he would probably score more because he would shoot more. He has to shoot. Not if he's the only playmaker. If he was the only playmaker on his team, he'd be, this team would be horrible. All right, we have to move on. We have to move on. It's just it. I'll let Cole have the final word. Um, John, your fifth. Draymond Green. Draymond Green, overrated. All right, give me why. 
He is horrible. <laughs> he had one good season. <laughs> one. Okay, what was his best yeah. season? Maybe, maybe two. He has three seasons above 10 points a game. Cool. That's your thing. He can only play defense. Clay Thompson can only shoot. I don't see a difference here. Draymond Green has been a three-time All-Star. He was three-time NBA champion, obviously. Two-time All-NBA. Five-time All-Defensive. There is no statistic I can give you to change your mind that he's not overrated. I mean, he gets, like, decent rebounds. He's, like, he's incredibly short for power forward. You would just have to watch him play know how valuable he is to the Warriors. Without the Warriors, without... Twice as valuable as Klay Thompson is to the Warriors. Without Draymond Green, I don't know if they have... I don't know if they have it. Yeah, I was about to say, they might not have a single one. He has been... He is one of the few players on the Warriors, if I can honestly say, doesn't do much, but... Or, sorry, does so much that you don't see. He does things that aren't counted statistically, but are incredibly His important. screens are incredible. His outboxing everyone is incredible. His ability as a 6'6 power forward sometimes to out-rebound seven-footers is incredible. He makes plays without the ball. He draws attention. He takes double teams sometimes. He gets people open who shouldn't be open. He He's incredibly good at even He's incredibly good for a power forward. He's really good at passing. And that's a really hard statistic to be good. I mean, he's pretty short. Sure now, his last five seasons, he's above. I mean, he's not a scorer because they have enough scoring. His last five seasons, he's been above six assists a game. Three of those last five is above seven. I mean, when all you do, I mean, when you just pass the when you when you just pass the ball to two, well, when he had. Three of the best shooters in the NBA kind of get it. That's how it works. I mean, fair enough. But before they had KD, yeah, his field goal percentage was even Before they had, before they had KD, his assist was even higher. Seven feet tall. But John, before they even had KD, he had his most assists in his entire career in one season. Yeah, because he's he the two best shooters in the NBA. I'm just saying, it's not like KD made a huge difference. In fact, his assist went down when he had KD. I can't explain to you why they need him. You just have to watch why they need him, and you would understand how Take, crucial he is to I, that I, team. I see what John's talking about. Take Curry and Clay away from him, and he's not a good player. No. Exactly. This season, no. he's done nothing. No. Look, when, when no, they I don't agree with that. I think he's so valuable in ways you don't see. I agree. Well, I don't agree that if you take Curry and Clay away, he's not valuable. When they took, when Curry, when Curry and Clay got injured, he won Defensive Player done, of the Year. I don't necessarily agree with it. Rudy Gobert was fantastic that year defensively, but he, he was definitely top two. I never said. I never said he was a bad defender. He's a great okay. defender. I'm just saying there's a reason he won the second best shooter in the NBA right now. Yeah, sure, he's a good defender, but that's it. And he can pass the ball. Okay. Clay can play Clay can shoot and play defense. Without without Curry and Clay, Draymond has done nothing. Mm, I think there's two, I think he would go to another talented team because of people recognize how valuable he is. There's he a reason be, he's never he been traded. Be really good on the Trailblazers. Out of all the players on really the Warriors out of all the players on the Warriors who are not like in their starting lineup who have been traded, you think of all their centers that have been traded, you think of all their a couple small a couple power forwards who've been traded, even small forwards, KD came in, came out. You think of all the players in the past who've gone in and out of the championship lineup, he's always been there. And that means they value him more than any of the other players besides Stephen Clay. 
I question whether the Rockets would have ever tried their small ball thing if they hadn't seen the success of the Warriors with Draymond. True. He needs shooters. Take, he needs, take two shooters away from him. He's not a good player. He needs shooters. There are so many shooters in the NBA right now. So many shooters. Put him on, like Cole said, put him on the Trailblazers. Put him on the Rockets. Put him on the Wizards who will only shoot. He Draymond so badly. Holy crap. But he hates the Rockets and he hates the Put him on any team who can shoot. Put him on the freaking, I mean, it wouldn't work, but put him on the Sixers. Watch how much better they become at shooting. Dear God. That would be disgusting. Put him on the box. They don't even need him, but they would become eternally better at shooting. Giannis would have a career season beyond belief. They wouldn't need him, but he would be even better. He makes shooters. Yes, he's better with shooters. But even players who aren't amazing at shooting, he makes them better on any team. Feels weird. I'm agreeing with Ryan on everything he's saying. I don't like it. (laughs) I'm just pointing out the facts. I was a Warriors fan for four years, okay? I watched every game for four years of theirs. I know what he's valued. Wagon Warriors fan. I was watching them before they won a championship. Just, I mean, I don't know what I was gonna say. I I just wanted to say, I just—he's not overrated. He—he talks—he talks a lot of shit. He's a shit talker, and that's why a lot of people don't like him. But what he does is too important to every. If you put him on any team, he doesn't show up statistically. He shows up defensively, statistically, but other than that, he doesn't show up offensively, but he has too much key influence over the offense. He's even arguably more important than Steph in some ways because Steph's a great shooter, and he's a great... I'm, let me finish! Let me finish! Take Steph away from the Warriors, they are nothing! You get what happens, they got no playmakers. Draymond hasn't played this season. You much. take Steph away from the Warriors or nothing. Draymond didn't play this season that much, and when he did, he wasn't that good. But he played forty-three games. I know when he did play, he wasn't that as good as he has been in past seasons. Now let Steph, me explain why. I said arguably, arguably. Okay, fine. Maybe not more important, but arguably as important as Steph because he gets Steph open. That's huge. Yes, Steph can do things Steph when he's not open, open, but even but he's so much more deadly when he is open, and that's. So much a part of what Draymond does to get his shooters open, to get his shooters in better positions, to pass the ball to his shooters, to get them in. Had the league in steals one year. I didn't even know. Who did? Draymond. Yeah, he had two steals a game for one year. Yeah, he's a good defensive player. So, and he can pass. That's about it. I can't. I, I gotta say, he's not overrated. I think he would do almost the exact. I don't think he'd be as good. Do I think he'd be as good as he is on other teams? No, but I still think he would do. I still think he would do just as much. He's a pa- He's literally all he's there to do is pass the ball. Clay's not a passer. Clay's not a much of anything. All right. <laughs> all right, moving on. John, or we already did John. Knox, your fifth. Joe Namath. Joe Namath is overrated. Look at his stats. There was all right. only one year where he threw more touchdowns and interceptions. Joe I gotta look at these stats first. I saw him on a lot of lists, but he went to Bama, so fuck you. Damn. There was one year where he threw more touchdowns than interceptions. He has more career picks than touchdowns. His career co- completion percentage is. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Calm down. No, first of all, seasons. two things. He also played in. He played in an area. Passing yeah. was a secondary. I was literally about to say the wild. exact same thing. Yes, he Nobody has a much. His TD, his TD interception ratio is terrible. No one argues that. 
it's he had over completion percentage is horrible. Not for the time. That's a really fifty percent completion percentage back then is not bad at all. It's about average or maybe even above in some cases. It's not the record's good. pretty trash. And he was on a horrible team. Interception ratio. He was on a terrible, terrible team, and still, yeah. And that's so. The most impressive thing about him is that he won a Super Bowl on one of considerably one of the worst teams in the NFL. I'm just saying. Every almost every single season, almost every single season, he had a negative record, except three. Supposed to be a thrower. No, not the then, Knox. The so NFL was so different in the 60s. There were, it was a entirely running back-oriented NFL. It was completely different. They didn't throw... A 26-touchdown season that he had was considered like... That'd be like having a 50-touchdown season now. Yeah. And he had one of those. He had over 4,000 passing yards one season. That's a lot now? That was incredible back then. That is the ridiculous. Now, granted, he had eight, 28 interceptions that year as well. It's not good either, but... But seriously, even though, even if he's not, even if he's not, he, had, he should not have every year he throws more picks and touchdowns. Cole, he had 286 yards per game one year. Damn. Right? I didn't even know that. What the hell? All right, Knox, your argument is that he should have been better for how much he's talked about? Yes. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame, but there's a good there's reason. There's no reason. Mm. He's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he is. I'm saying he was. Oh. He won a Super Bowl. He went to the Pro Bowl five times. He's been an All-Pro once. He was an AFL champion as well, by the way. So technically, has two Super Bowls because the AFL was his own thing. So that's not no. That's you're not understanding how the Super Bowl works. The AFL what? The Super Bowl championship. The AFL Super Bowl. You had to win the AFL to get to the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. He had he won his AFL. That's not a separate thing. Oh my god. American Football League, Ryan. I know what the American Football League is, Knox. Anyway. He has a lot of bad years. Yeah. Every yeah. year was a bad year. <laughs> Every year was a bad year. No, it Except wasn't. Except for 1969, where he had two more touchdowns and interceptions. His QBR is ridiculously high back then. For back then. Like, that. that's incredibly high. He had almost all... Five, he had four seasons below 100. That was it. That is... For the amount of picks he threw, that's incredible. I understand why you think he's overrated, Knox. But I think you're looking at it from a, this the type of year. was completely different back then. Nobody really cared about quarterbacks except for, like, three. Um, it was all about running games. He was very good for a quarterback still, back then. Here is one thing I'll give Knox. He only went to the playoffs twice. I will give this to Knox. He only went to the playoffs twice, mainly due to the fact his team sucked. And in the playoffs, he was really bad. But... He didn't really do much. He still won a Super Bowl one, so. If you're a quarterback, you're supposed to be able to throw. I'm not going to argue too much about why you think he's overrated. I'm just going to say you have to look at it from the perspective of what they were looking back back then. He threw a lot of picks, but so did almost everyone back then. And touchdowns were limited, and yeah, you'll be, you're supposed to be able to throw, but back then, I mean, Knox, he went from a 4,000 passing yard season to a 530 seven-yard passing season. You want to know why? He only played four games, to be fair, but that also was a thousand, a hundred, or almost a thousand yards less than the previous season because they run the ball. That's all they did. He had 134 yards per game one season. He didn't go from a 4,000 
he had 4,067, and then five years later, he had in 72, he had, or in 71, he had 537 passing yards. Okay. But they won. Went from 2,000 to 966. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm saying is that they're entirely different way of looking at football back then. I'm just saying, if you're a QB, you should be able to throw the ball. And he couldn't throw the he ball. He was 6'2". throw the ball. Peyton Manning threw 20 interceptions one year. Brett Favre threw 29. Did Peyton Manning have more more interceptions and touchdowns almost every year of his career? It's a different mm. league now. Yeah, that would be bad. I mean, it was bad back then. He did lead the league four years on the interception goal. So there is that. Okay. But He's also probably throwing it more than any other quarterback. He yeah. also had one season where he threw more touchdowns and interceptions. Multiple seasons he threw over 400 passing yards. That's impressive. Or 400, sorry, 400 attempts of passing. Which is a lot for back then. A hell of a lot for back then. Uh, I'm not going to entirely disagree with you. I think... When he threw the ball... He should have definitely... His teams were awful that he was on. when Because he, he was injured quite a lot. Multiple seasons. Even when he wasn't injured, his teams were pretty bad. Although he had two seasons where he was really good. Eight. When he, uh, he threw went, the ball. He threw picks. Ah. <laughs> uh, you can't deny that. Okay. Yeah. yeah but, but again, defenses were way better than they are now. I don't now. know how to explain this, Dinox. John's still here. Yeah. I'm just listening. He doesn't care about Joe Namath, probably. Not even not even. All right. You know what, Knox? Here's what I'll say. I disagree that he was overrated, but I do agree he should have had more playoffs appearances and more wins than he did. So in that case, I agree with you. He was not good. In the seasons where he did play, his team was either really bad or he was not good enough to get them into the playoffs. And that is, for a Hall of Fame quarterback, that is not good enough. Next. That'll be my fifth, and then we head to underrated. So my fifth, and this is gonna piss everyone on this list off, but Derek Rose. Oh my dear God! You're he's, he's, you're he's on my uh, he's on my underrated list. Derek Rose no is him. one of the most overrated point guards the NBA has ever seen. He was oh. the first Everybody pick, the good. first pick in the NBA draft. He was expected to be the player that led the Bulls back to relevancy. He did. And he, he did. did until it. he tore his ACL. He's done it twice now. Every, he's a, gla he's a glass. He's a glass. What about uh, John? John I, I just want to hear. I'm going to sit here in silence and count how many times Ryan says something fucking stupid. He is a glass cannon player. He's a glass cannon player. He's had, he's had three seasons where he was good. One where he was really good, where he won an MVP. Two where he was all right. And then yeah. every other season, he has been below average or not even close to those three seasons. Four. I see one game. I see three seasons where he above 20 points a game. I see one where he was above at 18. That's it. Uh, you look at his career. The only thing, the thing that makes me even more annoyed about Derrick Rose is for all the hype he had coming into the league and all the hype the Bulls fans especially gave him and how many times they tried to say he was good enough to be an MVP, 
His stats yeah, don't back it up. They just don't. Idiot. They don't. Oh my god. So fucking stupid it hurts. <laughs> they just don't. He's a point guard who who literally who couldn't shoot. No, he's not supposed to shoot a three, but he could. His three point percentage is horrible. It's horrible. It's atrocious. His field goal percentage is highly good, but then it drops. It drops like a tank to the last two years. The last two years of his career, he's been at a high, very high field goal percentage. But before that, in the last ten years, he's been terrible because he had compared to, to where he was. The way he played because he kept getting injured. Exactly. He is an injury prone point guard who is. And it's not that his fault, but we're not his own because people talk like he's some god that the Bulls just got injured. But I did. Ryan, Ryan. Oh my god. First of all, no one can even understand a word you're saying because you're just screaming. Well, so are you, so stop screaming. My point is they talked like they talked like he was going to save the Bulls. He didn't do that. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yeah, really? Until he tore his ACL. Finals. Yes, he did. Uh huh. He got into a, a finals and record. lost. No, what? When did we go to the finals with Derek? We went to the Eastern Conference. Finals. Eastern Conference finals and lost. He had one <laughs> play. He, the re the reason he's bro. even known is because he has one play against the Cavaliers where he made a buzzer beater and won. He was an MVP before that. What are you oh talking God. about? One good season doesn't make up for a career of negligibility. For the number one overall pick, for what he was supposed he to do, he is overrated. What do you want from a number one overall pick? He won an MVP and then fell off compared to that season tremendously. Dear, you, you have the weirdest you definition of falling off. Torn ACL? Extremely. That's torn, why I say and a torn, torn meniscus. And a torn meniscus. Uh, did he tear his meniscus twice? I'm, I'm pretty sure he tore his MCL too. Yeah. So he's a glass cannon who can't even How keep himself on the court. Are you going to call him overrated when he was injured for his entire career? Because you guys keep talking about him like he made the Bulls a relevant, worthy team when he we didn't. We have the record in the NBA. Win. Oh, my God. He's, won. he's been to the All-Star game three times. He was Rookie of the Year. He's been an MVP once. He's been an All-NBA once. And that's it. Because he got injured after his fourth season. What has he done since then? He's been injured. No, he hasn't. Yes, he has. He's injured every year. He's been year. injured multiple times. Yes, yes. He's been injured multiple times since then. What? Between, between 2014 to 2017. In 2018, sorry. Between those four, between those three years, four years, he didn't he do a thing. He can't do what he used to do because his body physically will not With Then why do you people talk about him? Because like, when he was good, he was the MVP. But he hasn't been that in over seven, over because ten years. he gave up on him. Which is why he's overrated. What do you mean overrated? Overrated. What do you think people are? Nobody's calling him the greatest point guard. They're ever. not. That I don't care if they're calling him the greatest point guard ever. I think they're call, giving way too much credit to what he they think he was able to do. He's averaging eight. The fact that he's averaging eighteen points per game and coming off the bench is astounding. First of all, especially he's on a his terrible history. team. He's on a terrible team. He's Blake Griffin on his. I know. I know they're bad, but he still has Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond on his. I don't team. care. They're awful. That team is terrible. That's not the point. The Pistons are horrible. Still not the point, but keep saying it over and over again, like you always do. He's overrated because he did not no. do Why what he was he supposed to do because he got injured. You Whether you want to care about it or not, 
He's also he also got injured again like three weeks ago. Again. He gets too he's too liable because he's too liable. He's too much of a liability. That is Robert Gronkowski, Ryan. What about what about Gronk? He gets injured every season. Yeah, but he actually put up numbers and backed up his so and backed up his Derek. play with championships. Derek never even had a chance at a championship. My point exactly. He never even got his, his team, team to one. He lost in the e he lost in the ECF. His best season, he lost in the ECF. He didn't get to the finals. Do you know why? Do you know why? Yes, I know why. Then why are you calling him overrated? Was because he supposed to beat LeBron, Wade, and Bosh when he was the only all-star on his team? Considering the hype. Three all-stars. And yet he somehow got to the ECF. How did he get to the ECF? Three superstars. Terrible. Horrible. Oh. We were the best record in the Eastern Conference. The fact that we had the best He's known for an MVP season in one year. He's known for a game-winning buzzer beater against the Cavs another year. I he was known for the game-winning buzzer beater. Oh, well, he does have an MVP season, but that's the, there's two things he's known for. If you want to count the MVP season, sure. That's it. But oh the God. other two... If you want to count the MVP season. You well, you didn't do anything in it, so it doesn't really matter. No one takes your opinion seriously. No, this is a fucking fact. There are, there are lists with Derrick Rose being as one of the most overrated players in basketball. I have not seen one. I, I can pull up three right now. I'll send you the fucking link. <laughs> My People point... don't think he's good anymore. Why would he be able to put up 25 points per game anymore? Why? He's putting up 18. His body can't do it anymore. He's putting up 18. What's stopping him? He's not starting. There's a reason he's not starting. Because he'll get injured. There. There's one. I don't understand how you can call a player there's who's two. had like five major injuries. And, and just so Cole's happy, I'll put another injuries. one. Reddit. Derek Rose. Overrated. Three websites that say he's overrated. Ryan, this this also has David Lee on this wow. list. Wow, thirteen upvotes. That's impressive. You asked for websites, I gave you. The point is still remains the same. I think he's overrated because what he was talked about, what he was ability to do when he was Ryan, not when he was healthy was not enough. Right, that was two thousand ten. Let's see about this one. Anyways. We can move on. One of them was made in 2013 after his MVP year. No, 2010. One of them was in 2013 after his MVP season. When he got injured. Yeah, and they still called him overrated. And they still called him overrated. You understand what he would have been if he had never gotten injured? I'm sure he would have been great. Too bad it doesn't fucking matter. I don't even see. I don't even see this structure of your argument here. I don't even see how. It I've works. pointed it out multiple times. I don't care if he got injured. They it's tough shit. Injuries happen to everyone. It doesn't matter. They literally ruined his legs. Fine. Ryan, so it happens to, to everyone. Is Demarcus Cousins overrated, what are you Ryan? Complaining about Demarcus Cousins? Is he overrated? I would have to look into his statistics. I don't know it well enough. Demarcus Cousins overrated. I don't know. I don't know his statistics. I don't know if he's putting up numbers. I don't know how he's putting up. 18 points per game. I mean, Off the bench great. is pretty good. Demarcus Cousins is great. And then you know what? He tore his ACL. And now you know what he's done? Nothing. 
I, I would have to look at the stats. I can't assure you either way. But I do know, like after looking at Derrick Rose's stats, after looking at Derrick Rose's stats, I can firmly say, from the season he's played, even after his injury, for what he, is pro what he has been projected to do based upon his injury and what he was projected to do based after his injury, to be able to come back multiple times is impressive. To be able to not do even close to his numbers that he was doing before is not. Even off the bench. He was supposed to win the 2011 NBA Finals. You think he was supposed to win in 2011? Do I think? I think he had a chance, sure. No, he How? didn't. You're out of your what mind. Chance, what chance did he, he have? Against... One. What yeah. chance did we have to beat the Heat? I. You always have a chance in every game. Not in a seven-game series have... against LeBron, Wade, and Bosh. Who are in every game, you have a chance. So if you get one win, which you did... You can continue winning. Clearly, you beat them once. You have a chance to beat them again. He's actually, he's actually literally only had like one bad season after his injury. Uh, 15, the, 16 a game, 16, 4, and 3 is not a bad season. 16, 4, and 3. I mean, that was his first season after his injury, sure, but yeah, it's not bad. 16, 16 and 18. He had one bad season. No, because it didn't. It was in 2013, 2014, which is the year after his oh, injury. Yeah, I forget. I always. Whatever. Look, that's just my opinion. You don't like it, it's fine. But it's still Blatantly my opinion. Incorrect. But it's not though, because I just proved to you with statistics why it is. How? What statistics did you give me that's line and that every points per game is last five ten years. Ryan, shut up. Shut up. What do you not that understand two, about injuries? In that two thousand ten and eleven series, he averaged twenty seven, three and two. I mean twenty seven If he was so good lately, Cole, if he's so good off the bench, why if he if he if he I'm saying he's the last two years he's played a total of thirteen He's the last two years he's played a total of eighteen games. Eighteen. That is I don't care if you've gotten he hasn't gotten injured. He's started eighteen total games his last twenty eight total games his last two years. You said so many different. You said first of all, the first thing you said was he started eighteen games. Yes, I meant to say he started twenty-eight no, games the last two years. The last not the starting point guard. What do you want from him? Yeah, he's fallen off to not even being able to start anymore. How can you not say this over? But he has so eighteen a game. They don't want to play him that much because he's going to get injured. He doesn't even play half the minutes per game he used to. What? Yes, he, he, he plays 26. Right. He then how is he? He's playing 26 he minutes a game when he was he playing. 37. Yeah, okay. So you look at that. That's a 10 minute drop off from when he used. To, it's a medical call. It's a 10 minute drop off from Burger when he was. That's my Jared point. The entire collapse of his career is all due to injuries, nothing else. I will accept no other answer other than the fact that he was injured. When you get injured, that he would means be one of the your best body point. starts to break down in your. Like you can't perform either. what you used to anymore. Because you'll get injured again. Sorry, I'm, not, I'm just ignoring you guys and looking up statistics. Apologies. The dumbest argument statistics. I've ever heard from you in my entire life. He has lost his starting job to Bruce Brown. I don't care. The starting Pistons point guard. They are 19-41 and 41 when he's putting up 18 a game. Bruce, Bruce Brown, Brown is, that, Bruce is Brown a dog. Isn't even averaging anything close to what Derrick Rose is averaging on the bench. So that's what... That clearly, he's a point guard and starting lineup name only. Meaning, he doesn't actually start as Derrick Rose. They just don't want to put Derrick Rose in for that many minutes. 
Because he will get injured, Ryan. Which is his biggest problem is people. I mean, it is his problem, but it's not his fault. How is it not his fault? Nobody gets his injured. Nobody in the history of the NBA gets his injured as Derrick Rose. Clearly, he's doing something wrong. That is the dumbest statement in the history of the universe. Oh, your no. injuries are your fault, you fucking idiot. If you're yeah, getting injured almost over. every single year because you continually break and or tear something over and over, here's a thought. Maybe do no. something different. Oh, my God. He's what do you think he's doing? I've never heard you say And yet he still gets injured. Explain Ryan, that. Home. More than any other player in NBA history. Shit. He's been injured over 50, or sorry, not 15. Apologies, that was something else. He's been injured over eight times in his career. That is eight different times where he has not been able to play more than. And they all came from his first one. One, two, three, four, five, six, like seven, eight, eight times where he didn't even come close to playing the whole season. Man, why would he? Why That's would he play what I'm. Alright. We could argue this literally all day, so I'm going you're to move on. You're not argue anything. We are though. We're gonna we're gonna move on. We are going to move on. Otherwise, we'll stay here all day, and we're gonna move on to underrated athletes. Unless anyone has an honorable mention. Again, Kawhi will mute you if you don't shut up. We're gonna move on unless anyone has an honorable mention. I don't. I got rid of mine. Put him in five. Cole, do you have one? Okay, then we'll move on. Underrated athletes. Who, Cole, we'll start with you. Who is your one? I could all just say Derrick Rose. Yep, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. <laughs> Doesn't count. You have to actually have your list, retards. Then he's on my list. list. All right, fine. All Derrick Rose. No, I'm the kid. I don't care if you put Derrick Rose in that. What's your one, Cole? You are, my one has already been said. Philip what? Rose. Philip Rivers for underrated. Oh, he's, right. also, he's also on my list. Phillip he's also on my list. All right, so we've done two of yours. Uh, so then, Knox, what's your second? My second? Yeah, since apparently um, we've done one. Who's your first, Knox? My first is Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. All right, why is Damian Lillard underrated? Because he's considered top five when he should be the second. He's the second best point guard in the league. If you that see with or without a healthy Curry, the number two best point guard stats in the league. Do you that think that's without yeah. Curry? I said Damian. Oh my and God, that's not what Cole asked. Is he second? Curry with Curry. With Curry is the second yeah. best point guard. That's a big praise. He's above Kyrie and Westbrook. Yes. All healthy. You realize that this year has been his highest career points per game. But he's consistently been putting up 25 for, for the past five years. He's also been consistently putting up over six assists a game and four rebounds okay. a game. And he's just underrated because no one, no one, th he's always been considered like top five when he's the number two best point guard in the league. I'm a huge Damian Lillard fan, but I will say this: the reason he hasn't been considered that high, the reason he hasn't been considered that high, and his stats have been going up every season, virtually every season. The reason he's not considered that high is because his impact on the game has not been high. Like, and what I mean by that is, defensively, he's a big liability. I would still say Kyrie's better. He is a very good shooter. He's averaging one steal a game. He's been averaging one steal a game. 
he's a very good shooter, but his three-point percentage for as much as he shoots isn't that high. His field goal percentage is honestly, I mean, it's 40, it's 450, but... He was the only one who could shoot on his team until CJ came in. Yeah, but that was a while ago, Knox. Just saying, I feel like he's underrated. Does anyone disagree I, I with him? I see why he said. I mean, I think he's a little bit underrated, but I still. I don't think, think he's underrated he's anymore. I think he used to be. Best I don't. I mean, Trey Young is not better than Damian Lillard. John. Don't even Trey Young is not better than Damian Lillard. Better stat. Shut your mouth right now. First of all, Trey Young. Who else is gonna score on the Hawks? Exactly. Fair point. Fair point. He's the only person. Damian Lillard's got another guy who can put up thirty any night. The only reason Trey Young's even putting up stats is because he shoots so goddamn much. But also, Knox, I think Damian Lillard used to be. I think I think Damian Lillard used to be underrated. He's been to five. He's only played one, two. And he's been robbed. No, he's been to four. He's been to five to All Star games. He's only played seven years. Robbed out of two. What two did he get robbed out he of? Beat, he beat Anthony Davis for rookie 2015 of the year. and 2016. It's impressive. 2015, his 2014-15 season wasn't that great, but his 2015—I guess you could say—got robbed. He had 25 games. He got robbed out of it 2015, 2016, and 2016, 2017. He got robbed out of the All-Star game. He's incredibly clutch. He is. He is very, very clutch. You can almost always count him to make it a point shot. I think he used to be underrated a couple of years ago. I don't think anyone's underrating him now, though. And what do you mean by underrated? Do you mean like... Like, they're like putting him top five point guards in the league. Like, he is. four or five. He's the second best point guard in the league with Curry. When Curry's and healthy. Curry's healthy. And Kyrie's healthy. And Kyrie's healthy. Uh, he's, Kyrie's mm -hmm. better. Kyrie's better. Kyrie has better handles than Lillard, and he has more accuracy than Lillard. Kyrie is not better than Lillard. And Kyrie's a better passer than Lillard is. Are we counting James Harden as a point guard? I mean, no, no I wouldn't count James Harden as a point guard. Twice. He's not, Kyrie is not a better passer. I will say this. Lillard has played, is playing more minutes, well, did play more minutes per game this season than any other season in his right, career. Kyrie is not a better passer. Well, oh, besides his rookie player. season. Lillard's a way better passer than Kyrie. Well... Lillard, okay, fine, maybe so, but at least Kyrie plays defense better than Lillard does. Like Kyrie is a hands, a stick, he will stick in your face, not give a shit about you, play defense type of point guard. And I mean, to be honest, are you, Knox, but Giannis is also still probably a better point guard than Lillard. Giannis doesn't play point guard. I don't count Giannis as a point guard. Giannis can play any position he wants. But he plays point guard. He plays point guard. He plays point guard. Uh, maybe the next couple of years. I thought you said he plays point guard occasionally. I thought you all told me he played point guard. He was they tried they tried him at point guard, and then they were like, "I mean, yeah, you're really good at this, but we don't really we don't need you." They don't need him at point guard. He's all right. Look, he's putting up 29 a game right now. Well, this season he did. Kyrie is at 27, but also Kyrie's got a um. Hold on, mom. A Kyrie has career-wise a higher, a lower points per game than Lillard, but he's also played a lot more years, and he was injured. After, um, 
or sorry, not injured. He was uh, it was injured one year, I think, was he? Yeah, he was injured earlier this year. I believe. Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie. Yeah, he was. Yeah, so he was also injured, but I mean, but. Ryan Lillard's been in the league, and Kyrie's been in the league longer than. I know, and I think Kyrie has done more in his time in the league than Damian Lillard has done at all. Because he had LeBron on his team. Yeah, fair enough, but I just think when you look at it, Lillard for the talent he has on his team. First of all, Kyrie has a Kyrie. Here, here, Lillard is a better leader, but Kyrie's more talented. Lillard, Kyrie has a higher three-point percentage career than Lillard does. And for a guy who shoots more threes than Kyrie does, I'm fairly certain. Attempts, looking up both. Yeah, he shoots more threes. Actually, he shoots right around the same amount of threes. That's not exactly a great statistic. Lillard would be Kyrie in a one-on-one. -on -one. So it has nothing to do with one-on-ones. I find that very debatable. And that is also debatable not because Kyrie, play, Kyrie plays better defense than Lillard does. He averages point four more steals a game than Lillard, than Lillard. That's not that much better. That's a significant difference for point guards. I mean, Lillard. I don't think Lillard's overrated, but or underrated. But I also do understand that in the past he has definitely been underrated in terms of he, he has been a. Out of a he got robbed out of the All Star game twice. Mm. You know what time Devin Booker's been robbed out of the All-Star game? Yeah, I mean... He did get robbed out of the All-Star game. All right, all right, all right. Moving on, I'm going to do my first underrated athlete would be Mike Evans. How is he underrated? Because before this past year, nobody, and I mean nobody, was talking about this dude. Nobody. He has never had a season below 1,000 yards of receiving. One. I don't think anyone says he's underrated. He's had two seasons of twelve touchdowns, and yes, I think nobody talks about him ever. That's that that is exactly a definition of underrated. It's one of them. What do you watch? I I before this past season, before the twenty nineteen season, he was not talked about as a top receiver in the league. No, he wasn't. And even so, in this past season, I know it's not his best year, which is what I'm saying. Mike Evans, in the five years, he's six years he's played now total. He's played almost every single game. He's almost started every single game. Um, I said almost. Stats and Ochocinco does. Just letting it out. Just putting that out there. He has a high catch percentage completion. He's got a high yards per, well, actually low yards per target, which means he catches and runs them a lot more. But he's also got a lot of, a decent amount of catches per year. His highest was 96. Oh, those are, oh, I was actually looking at his. He's only been to the Pro Bowl three times. His statistics every single season have been very, relatively pretty high, I would say. He's only been throw, Pro Bowl three times. He's not talked about as a top five receiver. He's not even talked about really except until recently as a top ten receiver. And I think his Who statistics... Who wasn't putting him in the top ten receivers? Not till recently they weren't, and now they're starting to recognize him. But before this past season... They did not talk about him before this past season I at all. Right, I feel like you, you were just like, you didn't know about anything, he was talked about less this year because he's had slightly down numbers because Chris... He had 1,100 yards, and yeah, Chris Godwin had a huge season. But the year before that, 2018, he had 1,500 yards. I mean, that's a that's a hell of a lot of yards. Probably like second or third in the league right. last year the or two years ago. fourth of the top ten receivers in the league. They ranked him Nobody, do you ever hear him talked about? 
Before Tom Brady went to before Tom Brady yeah, went to the Buccaneers, did anyone talk about Mike Evans? No, yes. he's not as popular as he's yes. not as popular as Odell. He's put up better numbers than Odell did the past two seasons. He's not as popular as uh, Julio Jones. He's not as popular as DeAndre Hopkins. He's not as popular as any of the other top five receivers or top ten. Arguably better. Statistics prove he's arguably better. No, he's not. Two years ago, you had better statistics than both of them. Right, and in 2017, they ranked him the fifth best wide receiver in NFL. 20, Knox, that's, first of all, you're not looking at what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about just general ranking. I'm talking about do you, does he get recognition? Yes, he gets recognition sometimes in ranking, but does he get recognition as being talked about? There are popular receivers who do not put up good statistics sometimes, but they're still ranked high. Odell, Julio, DeAndre has really good statistics recently, but Julio, a couple seasons ago, wasn't putting on much at all. Now he's putting up a lot better because they focus more on him. You have all these top receivers who do not who get talked about way more than Mike Evans does because he's on a small market team, Tampa Bay, who's not really a, who hasn't been a good team recently. Before even before Chris Godwin even came on that team, he was by far their best receiver. It wasn't even close. Then Chris Godwin had an incredible year last year because mainly. Uh, uh, I can't. Jameis Winston only really threw to Chris Godwin last year, but he still put up with the Chris Godwin's numbers. He still had 1,100 passing yards, receiving yards, and eight okay. touchdowns. I mean, um, I've never once thought he's not talked about. I've enough, never once okay. thought he's underrated. I felt like he's a. I felt like he's he's right where he, he also should be. didn't play three games this year. Probably due to injury, or maybe I, I don't know. He could have been injured. He could have been something else. Well, I he's been injured. He's been oh. Shit, Ryan, he's been injured. He's overrated. He sucks ass. He's been injured. It's that terrible. is entirely a different discussion. Who does he think he is? He's not allowed to be injured. You're not allowed Sweet to get injured. Jesus. He's an entirely Fuck different. Him. He's only been to the Pro Fuck Bowl him. three times, which I don't understand either. Fuck him. He's never been to a... Asshole. You done? Are you done? I've been done for quite a while, actually, but you keep bringing it up. How, like... He has 48 touchdowns and... Six years. Yeah. Okay. I'm he has over seven thousand like passing yards. He has over seven thousand receiving yards in six years. Fantastic. Okay. If you never thought he was not talking about. I never thought he was not talking. He was talked about less this year than any yeah. other year because Chris Godwin blew up. That's my point. He had just as good statistics as almost every other year, and yet he's almost. I mean, like he's like he was not even like there. He hasn't led the he hasn't led the league in anything yet. No, he hasn't led the league in anything yet. But that doesn't mean he's he's a top five receiver who doesn't get talked about as a top five. He doesn't get any of the attention top five receiver. Do you ever see SportsCenter doing their little documentaries on Mike Evans? No. Do they do it all the time on Odell? Do they do it all the time on Julio? Do they do it all the time what on DeAndre? Is Highlight montages, yeah. interviews, all the stuff that top players in the NFL receive. You all know what I'm talking about, but you're choosing to ignore it. Why would we Exactly. He's not loud, which means they don't ever talk about him, which Odell gets talked about all the time. Julio Jones gets talked about all the time. DeAndre gets talked about all the time. Arguably underrated, too, but he actually does get talked He got talked about a lot this past year. This was amazing this past year. They decided to throw him the ball this year. There are plenty of top receivers in the NFL who don't get talked about. 
I just thought he was always really good. That's the only opinion he's I've ever really, had. really good. And if you look at his statistics, he's been one of the best receivers in the last five, six I've years. I always thought that he was like right where he should be. No. About. He's in a small market team. That's the only reason he's not talked about at all. Tampa Bay is not a big market. And when Tom Brady gets there this year, he will be one of I, – I'm putting a bet down right now. He will be one of the most talked about receivers in the league this year. Only because Tom Brady's coming. That's it. Had he not been on there, he would be staying the same on a small market team with a, a as a player who doesn't ever get talked about. Anyway, moving on. Maybe he does not get talked about enough. I don't know. Look up articles. You can't find them. I, I did that thought, but all right. I didn't have that thought about other players' names. Anyway, moving on to the second person on the list. Cole, who do you have? I mean, Cole, I only have three players. Three players? I haven't been. All right, so Knox, who's your second? Yes. Oh. No, uh, Trey Turner. Trey Turner. Yes. Baseball player for the Washington Nationals. All right. Why is establishing hey, what sport is he? If he, if he, if he thinks he hasn't been talked about, maybe people don't even know who he is. All right, Knox. Why is he underrated? Because he's, he's, he, he, he should have, he's, he should make. Breathe, breathe, breathe. all-star team, and I don't understand why. Okay. Like, he is like really good, and he's consistently putting up over thirty stolen bases a year. He's consistently putting up a two two seventy and above batting average. Consistently putting up nineteen home runs a game, nineteen home runs a year. Yeah. Damn. Jesus. <laughs> Damn. 19 homers a year. Okay. And he's, he led the league in most games played in 2018. I just don't understand why he has not been an all-star yet. All right. Let's talk about this then for a second, Knox. So he hasn't been to an all-star game. His he does exactly what they need him to do. Like, he's literally the picture-perfect version of what they need him to do. He led the league... And games steals. played in 2018 for shortstops. And steals. And steals, yes. He dropped off a little bit because he was injured last year. Uh, or the first part of the season. His batting average over his career has been 222. Or sorry, that was spring training. His batting average over his career has been 283. 291. Or sorry, that's projected. Where is the fuck? Is 291. 291. Sorry, yes, 291. He had a really good rookie season. He had where he actually played the majority of the games. His next season was kind of a slight drop off at 284. His next season was actually the, lead, the year he led the league in steals and all the other statistics. And games played. But his average dropped off, and then he came back up. And, yeah. So his statistics are pretty good. I think one of the reasons that he is not talked about a lot. Look at some of the people who have made the All Star game, like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. made the All Star game for no reason. Well, <laughs> okay, fair enough. But Knox, look at uh, let's let's talk about some of the. Never talked about. Let's look at the best. Let's look at the best shortstops in the league, then, right? So, Francisco Lindor, right? Let's look at his statistics. All right, Francisco Lindor has played around the same amount of seasons. His career batting average is two eighty eight, so it's slightly lower. His home runs are significantly higher at 130. He's not a he's not a home run hitter. He's a fast guy. He's like he's a speed demon. Okay. How's his defense rank among shortstops? I don't really know where. You know what? Um 
he's a great defender. He strikes out a lot. He had 113 strikes out last year, compared to his best season, only 59. He had 132 the year before that. So he does strike out quite a lot. His average... So does Harper. Well, yeah, but also Harper led the league in home runs one year, so there is a difference. Um, he's also won an MVP. Uh, his postseason batting average kind of falls off tremendously, so there, there is that, except for one year. And I just think when you look at it, there are a lot of shortstops who have more RBIs, more home runs. His batting average is, is, is really good, except for in 2019. Yeah, when it dropped off significantly. So, I, I agree with you. He's underrated in terms of getting talked about. I think he'll probably be talked about more, especially when he's healthy he for a full season. He should have all-star game two years in a row. Mm, I think the people who got in were got in because they were actually RBI-hitting, scoring people. Have you seen some of the people that actually drafted the all-star game? They're nothing. They're averaging, They're getting like 250 batting averages, like 10 home runs. Vladimir like Guerrero Jr. was considered one of the best – Short stops in the league last year, yes? He had 69 that was RBIs. Horrible. <laughs> he, had six, he had more RBIs than Trey Turner did. He had more home runs. Oh, sorry. He had, actually, he had less home runs. Apologies. All right. He's supposed to be a power hitter. He went to the home run derby. Who, Vladimir Guerrero Jr.? Yes. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense. He only hit 15 home runs. Everyone you went to the home run derby with 15 home runs? Yeah. Yes. That's it? Yeah. Yes. Jesus. He had a worse batting average. Wait, don't they do it like halfway through the year, he though? Had, he had yeah, less they do. RBIs. He was killing it halfway through the year, and then he kind of fell off. All right, uh, you know what, Knox? I'm actually looking at statistics. There are some things he is behind most shortstops in, but based on what you're saying, how he is a speed player and he goes for stolen bases, he strikes out way too much. That's a big as a he strikes out quite a lot. But if you take if you don't know that part and you take that out, yes, he probably should have been in the arm. He, he was, probably should have been. Vladimir Guerrero was projected to get 30 home runs this season. He got, got 15. Half of that, yeah, that's pretty bad. So, Wait, he had 15 the whole year? Yeah, the whole yes, year. He I thought he had 15 oh. at the home run derby. No, 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 15 the whole year. Oh, that's trash. He had like yeah. 7 at the home run derby. Turner had 19 last year, which was actually his highest year, tied with the year before that. He had like 7 at the home run derby. You know what, Knox? I'll agree with Turner you. He's definitely underrated. He's definitely underrated. He's not talked about that much. Oh, no, and... He's never been the best player in the Nationals. Yeah, he has never been the best player, but to be fair, he's never been the best player in the Nationals. The other problem I have with him is he strikes out like he strikes out a lot. Now, Harper does too, but Harper was much high, much more RBIs, much more home runs. And to be fair, I think when you look at his statistic-wise, he, he has a very good statistics in terms of on-base percentage, steals, uh, runs bad, uh, runs hits, stuff like that. But his strikeout counter is very high. He beat his uh, twenty twenty projections. Twenty twenty projections are for this year, not last year. Yeah, I know his twenty twenty project. Oh, sorry, his twenty. He beat his twenty nineteen projections too. Fair enough, he did. You know what? I I will agree. He is probably underrated. Uh, unless anyone else disagrees with him, I think he is fair enough. That's a good call. I don't know 
anything. Cool, don't care. For shortstops in Jonathan baseball. A lot of there are a lot of. Small. I really only care about the Nationals and the White Sox, so. <laughs> White Sox are my goal. All right, moving on from Turner. Moving on from Knox's pick. Does anyone have their third pick, or I'm, I can do my second? John, John hasn't well, gone yet. Me and Cole have three left. All right, so I'll do my. I have four. Oh, Cole, you have four left. All right, do your uh, do your second. Oh. Actually, I have five. five. All right, cool. Do one of yours. Pick one. I have three. Your give us one of yours. Go. Okay. This. Okay. <laughs> this isn't gonna make a lot of sense when you first hear it, but oh there is a reason, and I was. This is kind of a stretch. Can we get Cap ready I... in the chat? <laughs> I just don't think that this person was given the credit that they they had a great. Okay, it's Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan's what? underrated. Underrated. The greatest power forward of all time. What? I don't because <laughs> the greatest power forward of all time. Let all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let him talk. Let him talk. When you bring up the conversation of greatest player of all time, uh -huh. there's like Tim Duncan is never brought into that conversation. I never hear him, even though he is the greatest power forward of all time. I've never heard him brought into the conversation of greatest player of all time. And I think he deserves to be given a shot. I think he, him and Kobe, neck and neck. I don't think there's a huge difference between him and like Kobe on terms of the all-time list. 15-time All-Star, 15-time All-NBA, 5-time NBA champ, 15-time All-Defensive, 2-time MVP, 3-time Final MVP, Rookie all rookie, rookie of the year. You look at his awards, they're all he has better, way more than Kobe. Kobe. I think he's better than Kobe. He is Probably. Better than Kobe. Career points per game of only nineteen. People always but bring Kobe into the GOAT conversation and top ten players of all time. Hey, Nobody ever brings Tim Duncan into that conversation. I think he definitely deserves to be considered as a top ten NBA he player. He played time. almost twenty whole years. Wow. He was one of the most consistent players ever. He the best power start. forward of all time. He didn't start three games. In his Probably entire career, he only missed three games. And I he think only he's the top ten nuts. player of all time, and no one ever says he is. Probably. That's my only reason. I was kind of stretching with Tim Duncan, but whatever. I don't care. I mean... Top... What, what, do you, what, top, what are you arguing for? What, top what player? Top ten NBA players. Oh, he's definitely top ten I'd for me. I'd say that. Well, then... And then you're putting Kobe out of top ten. I think he's better than Kobe. I think he had a better career than Kobe. So you're putting Kobe out of the top ten greatest of all time. Probably. If, if it's Kobe had more all stars, Duncan, then I'm putting Tim Duncan in. Kobe had more all stars. He also had uh same amount of championships. He had more MVPs, less Finals MVPs. Or sorry, he had less MVPs, but he had more All Star MVPs. Which who cares? Um. Kobe was a two-time scoring champ, though. Tim Duncan's Tim job Duncan was never was... to score. But he did put up 19 career average, which is he impressive. He averaged, yeah, but it's not what he's known for. It's not what he is. He's Same amount of All-NBA, although Kobe made the All-Star team three more times. He's known for being a rebounder and block blocker. Bleacher Report has him at number eight, and Kobe's not even on this list. Okay. I just don't ever hear him talked about. The story. awards are the and same. I'm full of shit. Duncan has one MVP. Attention. I do think in terms of if you put them on separate pages, I think Duncan has better 
as a career better statistics than Kobe does. John, Kobe is on the list of Bleacher Report. Plus, Kobe was not always the best player in the team. Tim Duncan was always the best player on the team. Is that top ten, though? Not when Kawhi was there. Oh, I thought you were saying Kobe was better than When Kawhi was there, he was better? Of course he's on the list. The year before Kawhi got traded, he was better than Duncan. He was on the Spurs the year before Kawhi got traded. Yeah, he was. Kawhi was on the Spurs the same year that Duncan was there. Yeah, for one ring, yeah, in 2014. He only was averaging 13 a game. Tim Duncan? Yeah. Okay, he wasn't supposed Cole, to score. A lot of lists have Tim Duncan above Kobe, and he's in, like, top five or top ten uh, pretty much every time. All right. You know what else? No, 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 you know what I'll say this? You know what I'll say this? I actually, uh, weird to say this, I agree with Cole, and here's why. He wasn't the best player because until Duncan retired. Kobe has had so much help on the Lakers with Shaq, with all the other players that he's had. And Tim Duncan has not had that same type of help, yet has been just as good as Kobe. I mean, he did have the greatest coach. One of the greatest I mean, coach. Am I wrong here? Am I wrong in saying no. Tim Duncan's underrated? He's cr- he is underrated in terms of like where he should be placed. Yeah, I think he should definitely be hiring, maybe considered even higher than Kobe. For sure. I think he's definitely considered higher than Kobe. Which a lot of these lists do. He's one of the very rare first overall picks in the draft that actually does what they're supposed to do. That is very rare. So I'll give you that. I know. I'm seeing a lot of lists put Tim Duncan in like high top ten. Yeah, same. Fair enough. I think I'll 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 give it I'll give it to you, Cole. I think Tim Duncan is underrated. I'll agree with you on that one. I don't know if he's underrated. Underrated to what point? I don't know. If he's underrated versus Kobe, yes. Is he underrated versus the greatest of all time conversation? In almost every single list I've seen, Kobe. Maybe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Kawhi Leonard is not worse than Dwight Howard, even all the time. This list needs to be fixed, man. Although, I don't even think he's in the top. I don't think he's top five because the top five just have so much incredible statistics. It's not even. He dead Duncan just doesn't have. He, he, he's been ranked number five, or I mean, number seven pretty much all around. Kobe's been ranked number probably 10, 10 and below. I'm not gonna lie, people are talking about Kobe and Jordan being like neck and neck. It's just because Kobe died, and it's pretty much it. No, but Alright, alright. So, Cole, I think we all pretty much agree with you. Duncan was probably underrated for where he is. I'll give you that. I didn't really think no, about it like that, but I don't in terms know. I disagree. of. You disagree? Alright, well, I will give it to you. Alright, so moving on to the. Second one, I believe. Uh, I who has how many of you guys have left on underrated? Knox and Cole. Three. Knox and, um, you have three. One, All right, Cole. Uh, I'll go next, and I have four as well. So my next underrated athlete is Golden Tate. Golden. Tate. <laughs> I love that. Knox. All right, so the reason I think Golden Tate's underrated is because... Damn, he made 32 threes. Again. Doesn't matter. Golden Tate, he only has one Pro Bowl, but he also has a Super Bowl with the wow, Giants. he had a great year last year. Oh, he God. has had... <laughs> <laughs> he's had years where he's had been bad, but he's also had years where he's never been, by the way, he's never been the primary receiver on his team, but he's also been, like, almost a type of deep shot that is incredibly... Um, consistent at 
being that deep threat that you always want, and yet he never gets talked about as any type of really top receiver in the league, and he's never really um, been a consistently talked about receiver. Although, for not a number one receiver, he's put up a thousand yard, put up over a thousand yards twice, three times, and. Wasn't he the number one receiver on Detroit? No, I don't think so. I think it was um. No, what the fuck? Who was it? Uh, I can't remember. Hold on. I don't think Calvin Johnson was still hey, there. Hey, real quick, what websites are you guys using to look up your stats? From most of my pro football reference. I'm using a reference too. Okay, so I look at even if he was the number one receiver on Detroit, which for the three years that or four years he played, there was only one year where he had 800 yards. For the rest of them, are above a thousand. Even if he was the number one receiver before that and after that, he hasn't been. And when he was on the Giants, even this past year, he didn't even have his best year. Only put up 676 yards, but he was not. He wasn't number one, and he's still consistently putting up numbers. And I don't. I think he's underrated because he's never talked about as a top receiver. He has a good catch percentage. He has a very, that was another thing. He has a very high catch percentage. He has a incredibly accurate deep threat. He almost never drops the ball when thrown to. He gets open quite a lot and tends to get unnoticed by a lot of people. And if you're a fantasy fan, he has a lot of fantasy points because a lot of his catches end up going deep for many yards. Uh, he's, he's won a Super Bowl. He's been to a Pro Bowl only once, which I think he should have been to at least twice, maybe even three times, considering he's had above 1,000 yards as a non-primary receiver three times. He has one. Let's see it. Yeah. And I think he's underrated because his career, if you look at it, he's played, uh, I think it said, uh, what is it? 148 games. 5-4. 11 total seasons. And almost every season except his rookie seasons where he wasn't starting ever, besides those first two years, he's been very, very consistently high catch rate, high yards per target, or you know when he was playing besides the Seattle years, basically. High yards per target, or at least above average. He's been a all-around type of really accurate receiver who doesn't drop the ball, who you can always rely on, and never gets talked about, in my opinion. I see him all the time. I see his stats on fantasy. I see his stats in real life, and he's almost never talked about. So I don't. I can agree with that. I don't see. He's short too. He's only five ten for a receiver who can sometimes. He's a I, short I receiver who puts up good stats. I think he's aptly rated. You what? I think he's correctly rated. I just don't see him rated ever as it never. He didn't do great last year. Two seasons were not great. Well, the last two seasons he when he played he switched he was traded from Detroit to Philly because Detroit had so many different receivers and Philly had like lost all the receivers and then when he was on the Giants he had a terrible Eli was terrible and then when Daniel Jones came in he finally started throwing it to him. And he didn't do that great either. Well, again, Daniel Jones came in only about five games. He, he had his second lowest catch percentage. Daniel Jones was not that great towards the end of the year at all. Which, you know, even with... But look at the rest of his career, though. I mean, just look at his overall. His catch percentage is usually upper 60s. He had 76 one year. 76. 76. That's three. He caught three quarters of his catches his last year in Detroit. That's insane. That's number one. That's like top five receiver status right there. I mean, right, his longest catch, his longest reception is 80, his longest, his longest is 80 yards. But his average is extremely high for catch ratio in terms of when he catches the ball. He reminds me of an Edelman type player, but he also can go deep 
often, and he does get sent deep often. And I think for the type of short receiver that he is, only being 5'10", his catch rate is insane for that. And he puts up digits. when His best seasons, he's put up massive digits, and he's only been to one Pro Bowl. I think he's been snubbed quite a lot, to be honest. He doesn't get a ton of touchdowns. No, he doesn't. That, that is true. I will say that. But other than touchdowns, I think his yards for not being a number one is really high. His catch rate's really high. He's reliable. And I think he gets snubbed a lot from conversations as a reliable, consistently good receiver. And he's been traded for some reason many times throughout his career, and I'm not really sure why. Detroit traded him, and he was having his best season the year he got traded. All right. All right. I think he's pretty fairly rated, but okay. Fair enough. All right, moving on uh, to Cole, your fourth. Your second. Has John gone yet? John mm -hmm. has three left. You both have three left, so me and Cole have four. I don't so think Cole John has said one yet, though. I because two of yours, he said I two have. of his have already taken. Cole, you're second. Uh, Elgin Baylor. Elgin <laughs> Baylor. Oh, I love Elgin Baylor. What I a meme. It. I had him, but I took him. Oh, All right, why is Elgin Baylor underrated? He's an honorable mention. He averaged 38 points a game one year? Yeah. Holy tits. Oh, you only yeah, played 48 games, I, but... I mean, that's, like... I mean... His middle name is Gay. <laughs> Elgin Gay Baylor. Sorry, continue, Cole. Um, he is one of the best scorers of all time. And he would, like... Look at his scoring and rebounding abilities. He was... He was he's 6'5", and it, for his career, he averaged 13.5 rebounds per game. Holy so shit, he had, he had 20 game. total rebounds in one season. Average. I mean, he put up insane numbers, and no one ever talks about him. I don't know why. I think the main reason he never won a championship. I mean, that's just because he got unlucky. And he was on a yeah. team that did really... He was on the Lakers for a long time and never won a championship. He retired before the Lakers won their championship in 72. That's unlucky. That is yeah. very unlucky. How did he get through the 60s? He played a lot of minutes played. Holy hell. The Lakers didn't win a championship in the 60s? Nope. Nope. 10-time All-NBA, 11-time All-Star. He was All-Star MVP and Rookie of the Year. He's in the Hall of Fame. He is definitely one of the greatest scorers of all time, but the biggest reason I think he's underrated is, cause, or underrated is probably because he never won a championship. They're ridiculous. I mean, They're absolutely insane. His percentage is not great. He took a lot of shots. Yeah. Or Although he, later in his career, his field goal percentage got... Later in his career... He took 33 shots a game. That is a lot. But later in his career, his field goal percentage went up. Think he's underrated. I mean, I don't even know that much about him because he's damn, so he got a lot of assists. I was about to say, damn, he got a lot of steals. They didn't even count steals then. As a pure player, he's definitely underrated. But I think he's underrated often because he played on the Lakers just before they became good. I mean, they were in the finals like every year. 
they were just losing to the Celtics every year, so I wouldn't say they weren't good. Oh, is that when the Celtics like won eight in a row? Yeah. I do often not. I don't hear much about him. I will be honest with you on that. There's not many people who talk about him as a pure player and say, "Oh my God, do you remember Elgin Baylor?" No. I, I had him in my that. list. Bro. Grabbing, grabbing, he grabbed nine. He grabbed twenty rebounds a game one year. Are you talking? He's underrated because. You just don't think he like he doesn't get the respect like like I think he might have been better than Jerry West, but Jerry West got a championship, yeah, and was the logo. So he, Jerry West is just more popular, but I think Elgin Baylor was just as good. I Fair enough. Did. Statistics definitely back you up. I get it, except one year where he had a very odd sixteen a game. I don't know what the hell happened there, but I don't know why it doesn't say anything for game started. Was he a bench player or something? Ah, I see. Well, played a lot of games. He played over 840 games his entire career. Although, the last two seasons, he only played 11, I guess. It's weird. Whatever. Oh, true. Fair enough. All right, you know what? I'll give you that. I, I think Elgin Baylor does not get the recognition he deserves. I mean, did you even know anything about him before I said him? I mean, yeah, because you're no you, because it was a joke. Be, because you were a meme for saying for for getting because <laughs> it was a meme with us. But that's the only reason why. Yes, I'm aware. <laughs> that's the only reason why I knew who he was. I thought he was a spur, not a Laker. So, fuck, fuck me. Um. All right. So, John, you're third. Hear me out. Oh, Tobias boy. Harris. Tobias Wait. Harris. Tobias Harris? Listen, listen. He averages 19.4 points per game, 6.8 rebounds, and 3.2. This on year? The Sac Sixers team. Yes, this year. His career is 16. Not this year. Playing above <laughs> average. True. He's been on four different teams this past three years. No one talks about him, and he's doing amazing, especially on the Sixers. His field goal percentage is very high, but is he a center? Sixers are dysfunctional, but they're not bad. He's a small forward. No, they're good. He's a small forward. Yes. Oh, I thought you said on the bad 76ers. Like, His no, three-point percentage uh, is dick, okay. but he is a small forward, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, he shoots a lot of threes for having a bad three-point percentage, though. What's his three-point percentage? His career is 364. Recently, it's Recent been not bad. Are you saying 36 is bad? For the amount of, like, for a small forward, that doesn't seem very high no, to me. not. That is incredibly high for a small forward. Ryan, do you know what Stephen Curry's three-point percentage is? I mean, I last year, no, I don't. What was it? It was forty. Probably forty-three. What's going on? It's fairly. I would actually. That sounds like a down year for him. Point guards and shooting guards are the only people who get. And John, he's played power forward every other year besides two in the in his rookie years. So he's a power forward shooting thirty-six. Percent for three is absolutely fantastic. Was he injured recently or something? I don't know, but no one ever talks about him. He's a great player. Who? Tobias Harris. He gets traded a lot, like a I don't lot. Know why. He's been traded in the last ten years. He's been traded one, two, he's three, really four, good. five, six, His last seven, game he had twenty-seven, eight, six, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen times in his career. So almost every single year he's been on a different team. Well, some of those could have been like he wanted to go somewhere else. But he's been traded to the same different same team four times. He's been on Toronto. Uh, what's TOT? Is that Toronto? Uh, that's total. No, that's his that's team. Total, team. Ryan. No, that's that's under team. It's TOT. 
Yeah, yeah. total. That means Probably he's played for multiple like, teams in one year. Okay, so besides the TOT, he's played for Orlando three different times. He's I played for no one ever talks about him, and he's a god. He's really good. He's quite good. And no one talks about him. I'll agree he's underrated. Mm-hmm. There are a couple articles saying Tobias Harris needs to be talked about more for his scoring ability. He's yeah. averaging 19, almost 20 points a game on the Sixers. I think the reason he's probably not talking about it is because the Sixers have too many stars on their team. N- pretty much 19.5 points, almost 7 rebounds and 3 assists. What's Ben Simmons averaging? Ben Simmons is not a scorer. 16, yeah. so he's actually averaging more than Simmons is. Well, Ben Simmons is not a scorer. Any well, who's the highest scorer on the Sixers? It's Embiid. Embiid, and how much is he averaging? Like 25. So he's only six below Embiid. That's not bad. Yeah, he's really good. All right, fair enough, John. Yeah. You get that one. There you go. That was right. a good one. That yes, I was. And I, so I am surprised. I wasn't thinking of that at first. All right, Knox, hit us with your third. Go. Uh, actually, no, okay. Andre Drummond. <laughs> I will probably agree with that. He has but been uh, one of the best rebounders in the league for his entire time he's been in the league. And he's been to an All-Star game twice. His last four seasons, he's gotten 17 points a game. And look at his rebounds. Look at his rebounds. Yeah, he's for rebounds. He's a yeah. rebounder. He's led the league he's four times. Like he's led the league year. four times. Wow. He's averaged 16 one year. His career is 13.8. Yeah, most Lord. of the past recent seasons, he's been above 15. He's, he's getting good points. That's crazy that Elgin Baylor averaged more career rebounds than Andre Drummond. That's actually insane. Anyway, sorry. No, he didn't, but okay. I saw you have a lot of seasons where you had like... Andre Drummond is 13.8, Elgin Baylor is at 13.5. Well, there was a season where Elgin Baylor had 20 rebounds a game. That's all. Okay. Anyway, um... So you think Andre Drummond... Andre is really good and no one cares about him. That is that is one of the most true statements I've ever heard. <laughs> He's really good and nobody gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's even good dude, he's even good on defense last like last season. This past he's season he's getting two steals a game. Twice in in seven years. In eight years. Sorry. All star game twice in eight years. All NBA only one year. I don't know what T R B is, but he was a champion of that. Uh, total rebound champion. Oh, total rebound. All rookie one year. He's really good, and no one gives a shit about him. <sighs> he's on a bad team. And he's averaging 17, 15, and one block, and steals, and, like, two steals a game now. Fair enough. Can't argue with statistics. Can't. Mm-hmm. I agree. And they're, can't hit a free light. throw, but what's that? No, he can't hit a free throw, but holy hell. <laughs> his free throw is actually dramatically increased from his rookie and sophomore season, though. From 418 to up to 570. He was at 418 one point in his career. So you shoot 35% for free throws. Yikes. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, Cole. He had 605 at one point, Cole. That's 60% is not good. No, I know. I'm putting it. All right, Nox, you know what? You get that one, too. It's back-to-back two basketball players underrated. Very good, very good. All right, Cole, your third. Go. Scotty Pippen. Oh, dear Lord. What? Who underrates Scottie Pippen? He is one of the top five best defenders in NBA history, and he's never talked about it. 
for his defensive ability? Yeah. I mean... He's one of the greatest defenders of all time. There's a meme called, he's the Scottie Pippen to Michael Jordan, because he's talked about as the Robin to Batman. He's better than Robin. I mean, he, I mean, okay, he, he deserves more credit than Robin. I mean, <laughs> it was more of a, like, partnership than... Fucking okay, I don't know how to describe this. <laughs> it was closer than him being Jordan's sidekick. They were a duo. They weren't like it wasn't like Scotty was his fucking like as some mediocre guy Jordan was letting play better. So you're saying defensively the reason that's the reason he's underrated. Yeah. He All right, so let's look at let's look at his steals. His he led the league in steals one year at two point nine, which is very high. That's he he got two point nine two years in a row. Yeah, he did, which is very high. Didn't even lead the league one here. That's crazy. Um, his block percentage is fairly high, too. He was a 10-time all-defensive player. That yeah, is impressive. He was only a 5-time All-Star? 7-time All-NBA. 7-time All-Star. He was a steel champ. He was 10-time... Uh, he was a skills champ? No, a steel champ. Steals champ. I thought he said skills champ. I'm like, what? His field goal percentage is very high. Best defenders of all time. Nobody ever gives him that credit. They, they, everyone just refers to him yeah. as Jordan's sidekick, and even without Jordan, he was still one of the best players in the league. You think he was one of the best players in the league even without Jordan? Look at ninety. his stats in 93-94. 22 points per game, 3 steals, basically 6 got assists, this, like and 9 rebounds. Those are crazy good numbers. Like, when he got 2.9, it's when Jordan wasn't there. Yeah. That's fair. But he also had a lot of steals when Jordan was there as well. Yeah, because he was always good. He was always really good. He just wasn't the scorer that Jordan was, so he never got enough, as much credit as Jordan did. And obviously Jordan's the GOAT, but Scottie Pippen is a top 30 player of all time. I feel like a lot of people are trying to are, are trying to are, are saying he he was definitely underrated though. I don't know why. All right, maybe you're right. Maybe I looked at him wrong. I just didn't see underrated when I look at him because you I think Scotty Baby. Everyone just thinks, oh, he's Jordan's sidekick. He wouldn't have been anything without Jordan. When with the two years that Jordan wasn't there, he put up just as good numbers as he has always been putting up. He yeah, was we didn't amazing. do anything like in actual game and like. I mean, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals and lost to the Knicks in seven. They also didn't have Jordan. Fair enough. All right, you know what? I'll give you it. Maybe he's underrated for defensively what he did. I just think when I look at him, I I, I, th I don't think he's the you know the, the sidekick to Jordan. I just think he would not have been nearly as good without him. His best statistical season was without him. Yeah, but I think that was because... Even in the 93-94 season, or, sorry, yeah, the 93-94 season, when he averaged 22 a game and 2.9 steals, they didn't really, they didn't win, did they, they, didn't, they went to ECF, you said. Yeah, they went to Eastern Conference Finals, but they didn't get to a championship, and they didn't win the ECF. They didn't have Jordan. They weren't going to beat the Knicks without Jordan. All right, point taken. Seven. So my number three, my third underrated, we'll move on, it was already taken, so I'm going to move on to... The fourth, so John, you're fourth. Mm -hmm. You're your fourth oh. underrated athlete. 
I'll go Knox. I'm trying to decipher which one I think okay. is better. Okay, Knox, you're fourth. It doesn't, the order doesn't yeah, matter. A lot of for this, oh, boy. It's true. Oh, boy. Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is underrated? Yes, he is. I've been playing the past couple games. I think he improved in the last year. <laughs> if you look at his stats, he's gotta go really to the good. Wait, maybe, this is the score. He passes, he gets rebounds. He gets, he's Great one of the best defensive player. players. He's one of the best defensive players in the league right now. And no one thinks he's good. It's super hard for me to comment on Lonzo Ball because I don't know much about him. But from what I, mean, I he have, he does, he's not supposed to score. I thought this dude was supposed to be. From from what people have told me, he was supposed to be one of the greatest point guards to ever play the game. He's averaging yeah. seven assists. He's averaged seven assists his, through his first few years. Oh, great! Pat. His last year, he Amazing. went down. His this past year, the last year he played, he was down to five point four assists. Then this past year, oh. before I got suspended, it was back up to seven. Yeah, because he had no. But Ryan, he was at because he only played half a season because his girlfriend got pregnant. So he yeah, okay. Why he has never played this? I mean, obviously he didn't play a full season this year. But he even the two seasons when this, right he, even the two seasons when he was the league was doing a full year. Why didn't he play a full season either one of those? Because he got injured. His twice. rookie year he got injured, and then the last year forward this past year, what happened? What? 2018-2019, he only played 47 games, 45 yeah, because games. because he left to take care of his kid, because his girlfriend was pregnant. And because the league got canceled, like, halfway through. <laughs> no, that was not this year. That was the last year. Um, oh, last year. So he's not a scorer. Fine. I can live that. His field goal percentage is, his field goal percentage is not good. This year is. I mean, this year it's up to 412. It was up to 412, but it's still not that oh, great. Oh, look, look at look at his recent games. Oh my God, 48 percent from three point line. Amazing too. Almost 49 percent from three. His highest points per his highest points he's ever scored in the game is 29. That's not his highest points per game ever. No, that's his highest game that he's ever most points he's ever put up in a game. No, that's not true. Whoa, that's what it says. Game high points twenty nine. You said twenty five. I said twenty nine. Uh, I mean he's only played he's three seasons. <laughs> Why do you think he's underrated? He's only played two and a half seasons. I feel like he gets a lot more hate no than he should. Everyone thinks he's good. Everyone thinks he sucks. Everyone thinks he's trash. He's twelve, he's six, bust. and seven is a great stat line. Everyone thinks he's a bust, and he's not. He's really good. People just. Hate on him because he's a ball brother. So you're saying he's underrated because you think people just hate on him because he wasn't and that good. Everyone thinks he's a bust earlier. because of one bad season. John, would you agree with this? Prove them wrong. I do. I don't. I don't. I mean, I think he's hated on way too much than it should be. Hmm. His assists are pretty good. I'll give you that. His total rebounds are fairly good for a point guard. And Not he's averaging, he's one of the best defensive players in the league. Does average about a steal and a half per game. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah, he's a real good defensive player. I don't, think he'll, I don't think he'll ever get true recognition because these type of players don't. But he's a 6'6 point guard. That's tall. Yeah. Oh, just wait till LaMelo comes next year. LaMelo's like 6'7. 
Yeah. They, wow. Um, I guess maybe in the, what the way you're putting it, he's a little bit underrated. Although I'll, I'll just say this. I, I, until I see a, uh, because this is such a scoring league now, right? Assists are great, but this is such a scoring league. Until I see a season where he can average like 15 points per game or something, he's never going to be better than this. He's never going to get talked about more than this. Maybe that makes him underrated, but I honestly don't think so. You have to actually have, like, if you're going to be this type of player in this type of league, you have to have to win. I don't. I'm saying the league is all about scoring right now. That's true. It's a fact. He's not a scoring point guard, but that's my point. Is in this type of league where point guards are expected to score and to be able to shoot, he doesn't do that. And so his Pelicans aren't good either. They will be. Pelicans are going to be really good next year. They may be really good yesterday, but next. But the point is, right now, Zion he does They're going to be gods. They, this right um, um, until he, if he can put up fifteen a game and continue what he's doing, I'll, I'll say Lonzo he's definitely underrated. Exactly. But right now, without because he's not winning right now, and they're not winning right now. If they can start to win, and he's doing this, fine. He's they underrated. Zion. He always had his. He's been there for. He's been there for a month now. Obviously, the season hasn't been there for a month, yeah, but he has been back for thirty games. And I don't know how many games they won since. I don't know how many games they won since Zion's been back or since he started playing. I don't know what their record is, but what I do know is before Zion got back, they were not winning with Lonzo doing what he was doing. Because all he had to go to was Brandon. Zion Eagles. has played 19 games. And out of those 19, how many did they win? Um, I'm not sure actually. Okay. If he, if they, if they have started to win with the lineup they have and him doing this, fine. He's underrated. If they ha- and and he'll, but I need to see, I need to see him average it for a whole year and them actually winning above 500 to consider Lonzo underrated. Because right now I think he's rated properly because they're not winning. Oh, do you think Lonzo um, underrated? I don't know if you get one straight. Zion. I know, Lonzo. Um, I think... I think he's rated properly, honestly. Um, he's hated interesting on question. Hated on him being when underrated. Zion I hate Zion. I hate Zion's dad. Zion's dad's annoying. I mean, not, not Zion. Lonzo. Not Zion. Sorry. Sorry. You confused me. Lonzo's dad. I hate Lonzo. Ryan, they've won six out of the last ten games. Well, they have to keep it up for a whole season to be above 500 this season. Permita does say he's actually underrated. And I mean, because people being a hate, people hate LeBron. That doesn't mean they're underrating him. Someone hates LeBron. A lot of people hate LeBron. hate LeBron. A lot of people hate LeBron. I hate LeBron. I mean, I hate him, but everyone else loves him. My point is, they can he hate. Him. You can hate a player, but still recognize that he's not and underrated. Everyone thinks he's a boss. Lon, well, fine. If he if he can do what he's doing at this exact average, at these averages, as the at these averages, if he if his shut up for a second, at these averages, if his team with his full lineup next year can go above five hundred, I will agree with you and say he's underrated. But until that happens, they are not underrating him, because right now this team is not winning with him doing this. And until that happens for the whole season. Over and over again. He's only, average, he's only dropped two points per game since college. He's got the same, same amount of other stats. He's just dropped two points per game. His dad exactly. hyped him as a different kind of player than he really is. But he's yes. not. I don't see anything different. All right, so moving on then. Uh, we will go, John, have you picked your fourth yet? Yes. All right, what is it? Spencer Dinwiddie. I'm sorry, Who? 
Oh, didn't he drop like 50 points for getting 50 points in his life? Spencer Dinwiddie. I don't remember, but this dude has been going off recently. Spencer. And he has been getting no recognition. I mean, I've never even heard of him, so. Exactly my point. Oh, he's putting up 20 points per game this year? Shit. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Whoa, 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 whoa. Chill for a second. What happened last year? Why did he only start four games? I don't know. I, know, I didn't know about before, him last year. Before that, before that, he started 58 games on the same team. So, I don't know. I have no idea. He just got good. I don't know anything about the Nets. Okay. So, he's only started, he's never started a full season. He's only started about, I mean, recently, this dude, he had 49 points per game as a starter this year. Or, sorry, not 49. He had 49 games starting out of 64. I have no idea if he's even a starter or not. Ryan, he's averaging 20 points per game and six and pretty much seven assists and four rebounds. It was a point guard. That's a very good number, yeah. So now, that, that right there is an example of what Lonzo could be doing. No. And that would make him underrated. Lonzo is never going to be putting up 20 points per game. He's, this of, Spencer, that, he this Spencer Dinwiddie guy is Lonzo getting better every single year he's playing. But I've never heard of him. Lonzo, exactly. I don't care about Lonzo. We're not on him anymore. His three-point percentage is terrible, though. Not the best. Like, could be bad. Really well, I mean, it was 37 one year. But he also shoots a decent amount of threes, too. At six threes a game at three at 30 thir for three point percentage, that's not good. Actually, six, at, six a game is not that many. I mean, it's a decent. Not for today. For a point guard, it's not that many. It's free throw percentage. James Harden be checking up. No, I mean, I, he, is, he's not the starting shooting guard or point guard over Kyrie, is he? He's I think he might play he's shooting guard. So he's a shooting guard. So this is to be expected that he's putting up 20 a game then. Huh? It's to be expected that he's doing – he should be averaging 15 to 20 points a game. No one's heard of him. I mean, that, that is true. I don't know who he – I didn't know who he was with. I did not know who he was, so I'll give you that. But Exactly. All right, all right. Well, let me, let's ask everyone. Does anyone think he's underrated? Yeah. I mean, looking at I it, had no idea he was no putting up that... 20 a game. My point. I would have guessed like 30. I, I didn't even know he was a player. I mean, I knew him because I saw I knew him he in like his last two games he went off. Um, But I didn't I know he was no putting up 20 a game. The square points per game is 12.9. If you look at his picture, doesn't he look like a black Anthony Rendon? Maybe slightly. Um... Huh. He has a lot of rebounds for uh, uh, whatever position he does play. At three and a half. He's six five. I mean, yeah, I guess I guess he is underrated, but again, I don't know if this is going to be. A, he seems to be getting better every season. I just don't know if this is going to be a one and done season where he has one good season and goes off. But this the game started is so weird though. I don't know what he is because he played 34 games, only started one. I don't think the Nets know what they're played. Doing 59 right. games, started 18. <laughs> Played 59 games, started 18. Played 80, started 58. Like, what? Played 68 last year, only started four on the same team, and now he's played 64 and started 49. Like, it's the what? Nets. It doesn't make any sense. Is he is he taking the place of Kyrie? Is he because Kyrie was Kyrie injured? Or? 
Like, I don't understand what they were doing here, and I have no clue. So maybe it's maybe his points per game are going up because he's starting more. I, I don't know. But I guess he is a little bit underrated, although I would like to see another season. Ryan, of him you've never even up. heard of the dude until a couple Well, minutes. yeah, I've never heard of him until just now, but I also never heard of him because the Nets are terrible. His last, his last couple games, he had 23 and 24. And I'm pretty sure he also dropped like 50 in one game. Damn. He had 50, like, either the second to last game of the season or his last game of the season before they suspended it. He never had 50 points. He has game high. He had 41. 41. Oh, I thought he had 50. But anyway, that's still pretty I good never, for a guy you've never heard of. Alright, I, I guess I guess he's a bit underrated if I've never heard of him. No, he's Ryan, he's not even I just I, I wanna see power. another I wanna see another like I wanna see him play basically a whole season at starting point guard or shooting guard or whatever. Because he's been point guard for five he's been point guard for five seasons, then he switches to shooting guard when Kyrie comes, so I don't know. I guess he's putting up more points because he's playing his shooting guard, so that makes sense. Yeah, I'll give it. He might be underrated in that aspect. For I've sure. never even heard of this dude. Say what, Cole? But that's 23 against the Lakers. It's pretty good. It's very damn brother. All right, so then we move on to... Asses, but then again, who doesn't? Cole, you're... <laughs> Cole, you're fourth. Oh, was it Karis LeVert that had 50? It might have been. I don't remember. Somebody on the fucking Nets had a crazy-ass game in the last... In the like the last couple of games of the year. All right, Cole, you're fourth. Oh yeah, um, I've already done. Uh, my next one is Bart Starr. Oh, you prick! What? I had him that fifth. All right. I also had him. That Bart Starr. Last one. I have to agree with you on this. Yeah, I have an honorable. I have a couple honorable mentions that I can put up. In. I have one honorable mention. All right. Uh, why is Bart Starr underrated? Seems like everybody here knows, considering everybody had him. Welcome back, Cole. Are you ready to give us your reasoning behind why Bart Starr is underrated? Yeah. Alright, go ahead. For the time that this man played football in, the era, which was an incredibly run-heavy league at the time, he won, he went to four Pro Bowls, he won two Super Bowls, and he won a bunch of championships before the Super Bowl was even a thing. Yeah, he, he won, won five, five NFL, NFL championships. championships. I'm sorry, but I'm not the best at math. I believe that adds up to seven, which I believe is one more than a certain player by the name of Brady. He just saying. Have, not saying he's thing. better than Brady, but I'm just saying. He that's is not better than fact. Brady. I never lot. said he was. I'm just saying he has more championships than Tom Brady does. Just a fact. Compared to the other quarterbacks of his era, the stats he put up were insane considering he threw 152 touchdowns and only 138 interceptions. He had a record of 94 and 57, 24,000 yards. His completion percentage is so high for a quarterback back then. These numbers for his era are ridiculous. Yeah, I'll give you that. And all he did was win. All he ever did. Uh, That's not not besides entirely. 68 to besides the last four years of his career. And the first four years of his, five years of his career. Ain't nobody care. He had a team go 0 and six, In three the and 60s, eight. He was incredible. That is true. He was almost 
virtually unbeatable. Except the last four years of his career. He started a dynasty. He started the first NFL dynasty. Unless you want to count the 50s Browns, but nobody cares about them because they weren't even in the NFL. Yeah. The NFL wasn't even a thing yet. I, I can't disagree with you on anything. Nobody really talks about him in terms of the old quarterbacks who are incredible. He did? Yeah, he died last year. Oh, he died last R.I.P., my man. Typical went to Bama. Shocking. Um, All time. Uh, yeah, I can't disagree with anything. I mean, for a quarterback back then, nobody talks about him. They, talk, they don't talk about quarterbacks back then. But he's not talked about enough for the statistics he put up as an actual passer. And they're very, very – 24,000 passing yards throughout his career in the 60s. That's that's dirty. And they had two Hall of Fame running backs on the teams he played for. Clearly they trusted him to throw the ball more than most quarterbacks back then. And he this was very was good at it. the 200th overall pick. That is Brady-esque right there. I think Brady was the 200th overall, wasn't he? 199th. 199th. So he's just one worse than Brady. Fair enough. Sure. Can't, I can't argue. I, I have him on my underrated, too. I can't argue at all. Me too. All right, moving on. I'll give you my fourth. My fourth will be Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly? Criminally the guy, the underrated. Guy lost four straight Super Bowls. Criminally underrated as one of the <laughs> should have been. He's in the Hall of Fame. You know, Ryan has a small penis. A five-time Pro Bowl. <laughs> a one-time All-Pro. This dude is remembered for one thing, losing four straight Super Bowls. But you don't remember him actually getting to four straight Super Bowls. No QB's ever done that in history, first of all. He Lost all four of them, can't lie. But he went to four straight Super Bowls. Even Brady himself hasn't done that. And it's like LeBron in the finals. Come on now. Okay. <laughs> he's there every year, but he is the only reason the Buffalo Bills are renowned as an actual franchise. They were popular in the eighties and nine. They were popular in the nineties because of him. They were popular in the nineties because of him. His career passing yards are thirty-five thousand. His completion percentage is sixty. His QB, his record is hundred and one and fifty-nine. That's insanely good. He has 237 touchdowns to 175 interceptions. He played 160 games, and he played 10-year career. Cool. Should I just keep asking? Did he finish what? Could he finish? A Super Bowl? No. He could not win a Super Bowl. Tragic losses in four straight Super Bowls. Oh, I have a great player. But that's, but that's my point. They only remember him for that. He was actually a really good quarterback, too. Really Hall of Fame worthy quarterback who doesn't get talked about that. The only thing he gets remembered for is losing four straight Super Bowls. Which, if you look at his record, he had one season. Okay, sorry, two seasons. One of them he was just below 500. He had one negative season in his whole career. One truly negative season. His first year. That's insane. Really good quarterback who doesn't get talked about like shit. Really good. And I don't, I don't know how that's yeah, like, yeah, losing four Super Bowls, it's bad, it's bad. It's not, there's nothing you can take about it. There's nothing you can say. It's bad. But getting to four straight Super Bowls is even harder than losing four straight Super Bowls. Jamal went to the finals like eight times. That's the most overrated stat in NBA history. Did he win three? Yeah, he won three. All right. Now we go to Knox, your fourth. Three, four, eight. Oh, sorry, John, your fifth. Can I see my honorable mentions? You can. No, I, your no, next turn, Knox. No, John, you're yeah, fifth. I'm Give it to torn. me. 
I got two people between right now. It's either John Collins or Julius Randle. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that again? John Collins or Julius Randle? John Collins. John John Collins is averaging 21 points and 10 rebounds. On the Hawks, correct? And only his, like, third year. Okay. Apparently, that's who Trae Young can pass it to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's about it. And Julius Randle is averaging... Julius Randle. Is averaging pretty much 20 points, 10 rebounds, and 3 assists. Man, do y'all see the talent that the Lakers have just given away in the past? Yeah, I'm about to say. Lakers had him for four years. I'd say I'd go with He's John been traded a lot. The Lakers could have had they, they, the Lakers drafted D'Angelo Russell, Brandon Ingram, and Julius Randle. None of those players are still on the Lakers. <laughs> now you now wait wait you you think Julius Randle's underrated? Yeah, no one talks about him. All-Star game. I would say John Collins is more underrated than Julius Randle. Yeah. I've heard Julius Randle's name way... I've never even heard of John Collins. I've heard Julius Randle. John Collins? He put, he's putting up 22 and um, 22 and 10 yeah. and didn't make the All-Star game. Yeah, I don't understand that. He's a power forward. His field goal percentage is very high. His three-point percentage is not even... It's, also very it's actually high. very high. Holy shit. Well, this year it is. That's very high for a power forward. 36 is also extremely high. What are you talking about? I don't know. Depends on the power for forward. For a power forward? Ryan, I, don't think, I think you overestimate how good people really shoot. His free throw percentage is really high, too. 80%. Dear Lord. <laughs> He, I'll give you this. John Collins? His flaw in his game is what exactly? <laughs> Probably defending. He doesn't average. Yeah, 1.6 blocks is not shabby. No, that's not shabby, but he did. That was the up, also, That's a whole block 30, up from. 22 years old. True. <laughs> this man's going to be a. 6'9. This man's going to be a monster. Yeah, I've never even heard of this guy, so I'll give you John Collins is definitely underrated. I've never heard of him. I didn't even know it was a player. He's on the Hawks, apparently. It's interesting. Like, I didn't even know this was a player. I didn't. Ryan's like, I never even heard of Never heard of him. I heard of Julius Randle because he played on the Lakers. I ain't ever heard of John Collins in my entire life. I didn't even know that was like a thing. the Hawks are still a thing? That's crazy. That is crazy, <laughs> dude. I, I, the only person, if you told me who was on the Hawks, I'd say Trey Young, and I don't know the rest. That's all I would tell you. Trey Young, John Collins, they have Clint Capella Vince now. Carter is still in the NBA. That's wow. He's going to retire hopefully this year. I'm pretty sure he already retired. All right, so. Cam Reddish is on the Hawks. We all agree. John Collins is underrated for his position, what he's doing. He's clearly improved over the last seasons, over the last two seasons, from significantly jumped up. He's started every single game that he has played, and he's only 22. Clearly has a lot to move forward. So we'll move on to Knox, your fifth. Yes, you're fifth. Well, I've already done all five. Can I do my honorable mention? No. Yes. Cole, you're fifth. Okay. Who is my well, John did his honorable mention. John did not I, do his honorable mention. The only mention. thing left is my honorable mention. All right, fine, Knox. Do your honorable mention. This may come as a surprise to all of you, but Julian Edelman. Is <laughs> underrated. He's never been to a Pro Bowl. That's true. He's the one of the clutchest, if not the clutchest, receiver of all time. His stats are not good. 
He does perform in big games. He does perform in big games. He's very clutch. His catch rate is extremely high, but his stats are not good. <laughs> Just not. He has had two, three. He's had three. He the only reason he had over a thousand. He had eleven hundred yards last season. Because who else the hell else did Tom Brady have to throw to? Let's be honest here. Who? Philip Dorsett. He didn't get. He didn't get. He was terrible last year, and he didn't get Philip Dorsett to like halfway through the year. Two years before that, he had another eleven hundred yard season. Yes, he did. That is a very good season he had. That was, and I don't know if he didn't play in twenty seventeen. Maybe not been injured. I don't remember. Um. He's extremely clutch. He's Dude, a very he reliable. Made a Pro Bowl. He deserves a Pro Bowl. But he probably deserved to make a Pro Bowl in 2019. Maybe. 2016 and or 2013. But he yeah. does. He he dropped. He dropped a lot of passes last year. His catch percentage was 65. Yeah, but it's down from his average at 66. One oh the, percent. The the receiver the Packers just signed, Devin Funches, has a fifty percent catch. <laughs> His, he doesn't have many touchdowns. Plus, Let's be honest here. Because they he run touchdowns. I know. He can throw the ball. He's very versatile. I'll give you that. I think I don't think I don't think he's under. Maybe he deserves more accolades in terms of Pro Bowls or All Star game or not no All Star but Pro Bowls or whatever. But no one cares about him. That's not true. He's talked about a lot when you talk about the Patriots, no, no, especially no, 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 no. especially this past year because he was the only person Brady had to throw to. The only person, the only time he's ever talked about it is if he wins a Super Bowl with Brady. No, he's one of the most. He is definitely one of the most clutch receivers. His yards per catch or yards per reception is very high. A career of basically eleven, which is high. Um, his yards per targets were decently high. But he's a he's a dink and dunk receiver. He's not a uh, go set go twenty yards out and catch. He's a go five yards and run. He deserves three Pro Bowls. Mm, I don't know about three. Just winning, getting a thousand yards doesn't get you a Pro Bowl. It gets you a lot of recognition. I don't know if it gets you a six Pro Bowl. Six touchdowns, eleven hundred thousand, eleven hundred. Six touchdowns is not a lot. Sixty nine, uh, and sixty nine again. I think the reason he's not. I think I think the reason he's not talked about during the season much is because the Patriots usually blow out. Have usually blown out people by so much that he not really given much attention. Not necessarily, but he does pop off in the playoffs. I will give you that. He's also my honorable mention. So fair enough. He seems to do a lot better, a lot really good in the playoffs too. Um, maybe Andrea is a receiver. In terms of actual ability, and he's pretty small, five ten too. I don't know. What do you guys think? I still yeah. think he gets talked about. I think a lot. he gets clouded out by Brady. That's true. But Gronk. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, true. Fair enough. All right, Knox, that's your honorable mention. I'll give he's you that. That's not wheel. bad. He's the third wheel. That's not bad. I'll give you that one. All right, so then. Well, now he's the only wheel. True. I'll do my honorable mention. Here we go. Marvin Harrison. Who? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Hall of Fame wide receiver, eight-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, and he won a Super Bowl with, the, I believe, the Colts, right? Yeah, Colts. Yeah. But literally, he's had he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight seasons above a, above a thousand yards. Two of which he had above sixteen hundred well, yards. 
He had a 1,700-yard season. He led the league in receiving twice, 14,580 total yards, 128 touchdowns, one of the highest yards per reception of all time, one of the highest yards per games of all time in terms of receptions. He averaged over 100 yards per game on receptions once. His catch rate is an astronomical, well, not astronomical, but he's above 60, 65% most of his career. He averaged 62% catch rate. I mean, yet no one, like, he's not talking about as one of the best receivers of all time. No one thinks of him like that. He's been in a Pro Bowl eight times. He's in the Hall of Fame. He won a Super Bowl. He's a three-time All-Pro. Yeah, but he's pretty well-respected amongst the all-time great receivers. I mean, maybe, but I certainly don't hear his name ever brought up. Like, I mean, do you? I do. No, really? I, I, mean, I really don't, but I also don't talk about it that much. So I also well, he had eight straight seasons above, basically above 1,200 reception yards. He's really, really good. He's a great receiver. Did you see these yards per reception? They're actually insane. Yeah, he's great. He had a season where he had 15 touchdowns. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, I, I mean, most nope. people, I, most everything I watch of that's got like NFL top 10. I mean, it is my, it is my honorable mention, like, but receivers and stuff. It's my honorable mention, but I just, I don't see him. I don't see him talk. Most of the time, I don't see him talking about the top 10 receiver. Actually, that's my thing. I don't see him in the conversation of one of the best receivers of all time, even though the numbers, they're insane. I mean, that 1,700-yard season with 143 catches is actually crazy. He led the league. It was the league till this past year with uh, yeah, Michael Thomas. Yeah, Michael Thomas. Yeah, but that was – I mean, he had the most receptions in this uh, season for till this past year. It's crazy. But Knox didn't even know who the hell he was. Well, that's Knox's fault. True. He's only six foot, too. I mean, he's not huge. He's not small, but – I don't know. I, I think he deserves an honorable mention on the list, at least. This greatest NFL wide receivers list has Larry Fitzgerald at number five. That's fair. Can't really argue too much about it. Above Randy Moss. All right, Cole. Give me your Randy Moss. No, that's Cole. Give me your honorable mention. Alex English. Is that a basketball player or a football player? Yes, he's a basketball player. Basketball player, okay. Alex. He's in the Hall of Famer. English. I'm pretty sure he is. He is in the Hall of Fame, yes. He is one of the greatest scorers of all time. Eight-time All-Star. Three-time All-NBA. He's a Hall of Famer. Led the league. He won the scoring he was, championship. Let's see. From 1980... In 1989, he never dropped below 20 points per game. He was consistently above 25 for a lot of the seasons. He just got he overshadowed really had by one players like one Jordan one. and Dominique Wilkins and Magic Johnson. So He was an insanely good scorer. I'm going to have to help. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to help out Cole here. I've actually never heard of this guy. Yeah. Well, you're not an NBA fan. I'm not a huge NBA fan, but I have never heard of this guy. Actually, in '85, '86, he almost he pretty much averaged 30 points per game. Yeah, that was kind of wild. Played all the way to 37. Couldn't tell you anything about his abilities defensively. No idea. All I know is he was an amazing scorer, and I mean, most people don't even know who he is. He's in the Hall of Fame. 
defensively. I mean, I, I'll give you this. I didn't know anything about him either, so I can't really argue what you're saying. But he was in the Hall of Fame. It's not that hard to make the NBA Hall of Fame. It's not that hard to make the Hall of Fame. Not for the NBA. That's true. That's fair. It's really not. The NBA Hall of Fame is a joke. All right. Well, does anyone disagree with Cole? The NBA no. Hall of Fame is no, a I joke. Agree. Who's in it that you don't like? Who's in uh, it that you don't think should be in the Hall of Fame? A lot. <laughs> I guarantee I couldn't even name half the players. Like, I've never even met up in the NBA Hall of Fame. Really? Hold on. There's a lot of players from like the 50s that just nobody knows and putting up like 13 points per game and five rebounds is like Hall of Famer. We're like, eh, double check that real quick. <laughs> Not quite. Okay, but he did win a scoring championship. He did. And then Jordan came along and kind of messed that up for him, but I was back here. Carousel Witherspoon, do you know who that is? Alright, well, in that case, if no one disagrees with them, then I think we have finished everyone's list, if I'm correct. Does anyone have anyone yeah, left? Um, no, that you. has not been mentioned. Alright, awesome. So, thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys did enjoy. Uh, we had two guests here today. We'll see if that continues. But, for now, those are our top five most underrated and overrated athletes. Let us know in the comments on any platform that you're watching. Who's the list you agree with the most? Who you think was not overrated? Who you think was not underrated? Who you think was put too high, too low? And uh, hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye.